Alright everybody, uh, welcome back to another episode of Rant and Bollocks. We're on episode 17. Oh, thank um, god you're keeping count because I have no idea where we are. I think last... <laughs> we've only been keeping count for like three or four episodes. I think last episode I forgot. <laughs> so, and we missed uh, last week too. We've been too. doing well. Yeah, um, Yeah, lots to talk about, man. How's how's the last few weeks? We haven't done like one uh, last week, so we've got like a two-week catch-up. My life doesn't even matter because you know who's coming to town tomorrow? Who's coming to town? Conor McGregor. Oh, has he already? I think I saw some stuff in my feed. Has he already done like a face-off somewhere else today? Yeah, they're going around the country or around the world, I guess, doing a promotional tour. So they're going to all these places doing press events. They're coming to Toronto tomorrow. That's awesome. Yeah, I know. I'm thinking I might go down. It starts at like six o'clock tomorrow evening. Where whereabouts is it going to be? I don't know. It's probably going to be I don't know, somewhere around the Rogers Center or somewhere like that. Nice, nice. Be great. They just started fighting downtown. I'd get a free showing. I wouldn't have to pay the pay per view. <laughs> That'd be pretty sweet, actually. Yeah, those two. Uh, who, who's your money on? Seeing as you're an Irishman, my money, my money's on Mayweather. Right. But everyone's just watching for the off chance McGregor knocks the shit out of him. Yeah, I guess so. I, he's got that like, you know. I think where well, we were discussing this, and he can't lose in a way. I mean, no. he's going to make what eighty million from it. Exactly. Uh, I think the what. The worst case scenario is he gets knocked out, you know, in in like the first like ten seconds, you know. Yeah. And even then, he still come, <laughs> he still walks away with eighty million. He so. doesn't care. Yeah. If, if you're telling me you wouldn't get in a ring for eighty million dollars. What? No, you would any day of the week. Exactly. So he's he, he's he's laughing, but I hope. Um, I don't particularly like uh, Mayweather at all. No. Um, I think he's a, I think he's a boring fighter as well. Um, but. Uh, I don't know a lot about McGregor. Like, is he is he actually a decent guy, or is he a bit of a dickhead as well? Nah, he's a decent guy. He likes his money and he likes to spend and he likes to talk it up when he's in his fighting mode sure. and promotion. But he's a decent guy. I've known a, I've heard a lot of people who've met him when he's not on. He'll take photos. He'll, you know, give okay. uh, he'll give autographs and all that. He spends time with people. He's a good guy. Oh, that's great. Yeah, that's, that's good to hear. Then so, I want him to win even more now. So yeah, everybody just wants Mayweather to lose, but that's been. That's his. That's his shtick. He's been doing that for ten years. That's how he got rich. Yeah, and also like he, that kind of spurs him on as well. I guess you know. Yeah. So although you can't, um, you can't fake being that much of a douchebag. I guess. <laughs> it's like I guess not. Some of it has to be true. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. One hundred percent. So. Um. Yeah. So, uh, like I said, lots to talk about. We got. We got some tech. I've got a tech bollocks question. We got loads of movie movie news and. Uh, I've got like a little section for slap in the face. Um, I like this. You're yeah. all organized. You got it all like summarized. You got like, hey, everybody, this is what's happening this week. We got Baby Driver reviews. We got Spider-Man Homecoming reviews. Yeah, that's why we delayed this episode because we really wanted to just see Spider-Man. <laughs> I realized like the last month we've been in a cinema like almost every week. Like I've literally just been in that cinema. <laughs> it's just like yeah, and we um, got to go again this week. This week it's uh, War of the Planet of the Apes. Oh yeah, is that and then it's Dunkirk. And then it's it? Dunkirk, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's um it's good because I think I believe August is a dry spell. I don't think there's too much. Yeah. I know there's not too much gaming wise. I'm not sure movie wise. So Well, we can definitely play more games. We did that this weekend as well. Hell yeah. So yep. we'll do that in August. For sure. You have a Twitch account now. Al doesn't know, but I set him up with a Twitch account, so follow him there, stalk him there. I told you to stop threatening me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, Mr. Organization, where the hell do you want to start? 
We'll start with the good old tech. We might as well go in order. We might as well be some kind of uh, organized. All right. Well, I'm going to um, go first. I'm going to throw a spanner in your fucking planning. How about that? Sounds like your game you made up. Yeah, pretty much. Spanner. The, the, the <laughs> spanner engineer space game after the, like 10 pints. Yeah, this was just because it's robots. When it comes to robots, sure. I like to pay attention. All right. Because they will kill us all. Of course. The University of California, Berkeley, they've created a robot that can pick That's up made, virtually made up place. Made up. Oh yeah, this is this was just me. I had a bender and I just imagined these things. <laughs> made up the university. Yeah. <laughs> it made it's created a robot that can pick up virtually any object. Oh shit. Now that sounds like kind of like so what? I can pick up anything. Yeah, but you're a person. This is a yeah. robot. So yeah. what they've done if they've designed it with tens of thousands of things programmed into it images so it knows like this is how you pick up a egg this is how you pick up a brush this is how you pick up right. a thing and then what it can do is you can also just grab the bloody thing adjust it and show it how to pick something up manually so you go this is how you pick up a block so what they've been programming it to do like this is the kind of thing that will be important five years down the line right right because this is the difference between a robot shaking your hand and breaking your arm like it has to register what it is it's seeing and then adjust accordingly. And That's we, nuts. Yeah, and we do it so naturally. It's it's simple. Like, but the kind of projects it can do now is it's putting Lego pieces together. Oh God, yeah, yeah. So that sounds Just, simple, but if you think about it, it's got to register what piece is what, then it's got to pick it up, and the shapes are all different, and then it's got to put just enough pressure to connect them. Mm. Which is all like crazy. It's just you know. Yeah, it's going to be making its own little Lego creations and and uh, well, I mean, what's the um, what's the size of the objects it could pick up? Uh, it's about the size of a human hand, like a little bit smaller, so it can okay. pick up everything around the size of an arm. Nice. I mean, yeah. that's just one part of the puzzle, and then there's because you know there's other robots um, that can like you know walk like uh, with the four legs like uh, animals, and they've got stabilizers, so you can literally just push it or kick it over. Uh, and it well, it wouldn't go over because it will uh, stabilize itself. Yeah. Or if it does go over, it will just flip itself back up. So then we've got the legs, they've got the hands. We're building the fucking Terminator. Oh yeah, and we're just laughing as we go along because we're watching YouTube videos of what was it Boston Mechanics is like, oh look at that robot, it's trying to pick up the box and the guy moved yeah. it, and the other robot has to readjust. It's like that robot's going to remember, it's going to come back and kill you and your family. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's, uh, that's pretty good. Where was the uh, university again? Berkeley? University of California, Berkeley. Nice. And I have nice. one other okay. thing on robots, seeing as we were talking about uh, them coming to kill us. Have you ever heard of the, sure. th the three laws of robotics? Um, yes, I just can't remember them. Yeah, it doesn't matter. I, I they've thrown them out and there's a new law. Okay. And they say that the new law should simply be humans should flourish. Run. <laughs> the new <laughs> law, the new, just, just run. Just run. <laughs> just get out yeah. of there. Humans should flourish. That's what they're saying is the new law of robotics. Cause, okay. Because the original three were uh, a robot should never harm a human. A robot should always right. listen to a human. Oh, and yes, a robot yeah, should yeah. always protect itself. Yeah. So yeah. now the new one is uh, humans should flourish. Because that kind of puts everything into a box. So it's not just they should survive, but they should thrive and be happy, you know? Right, right. Because if you program in a human should just survive then they could still turn us into, like, slaves because we're yeah. alive, but, you know. So they've chosen the word huh. flourish because... Flourish, yeah, that's yeah. a that's a, uh, quite the word to, to use, I guess. Yeah, so I'll be, I'll be trying to say that to the robot as it's killing me. It's like, don't you remember <laughs> the laws? 
Those are your <laughs> laws, human. And then it kills me. That's all my um, tech for this week. That's pretty good. De- that's pretty deadly good, robots like are coming to kill us. I love it because everyone, we're on episode 17, but if you listen to every single, like all 17, we've talked about pretty much every part of the Terminator. <laughs> yeah. If <laughs> you put we, all the 17 episodes together, we're about, we're about four weeks away from someone making a Terminator. You'd think we'd, we're fucking building one, yeah. So. Yeah. Um, that's awesome, man. Uh, I've got a couple of things. Um, one of them was, um, did you hear that Google got fined um, for abusing their market dominance? It so was basically, some like they they put their ads at the top of their page. Yeah. So I just uh, they got fined two point four billion dollars, which is a record a record high. But um, that's more money than I make in a week podcasting. Just, just a tad just over. Just a tad but, over zero, yeah. <laughs> but what do you feel about that? Is in like it's their fucking platform, you know? That's, but at the that's same time, that's exactly what I was going to ask you because I did, I only saw the headline. Yeah, I, just, I didn't even I just, know it was that much money. It just said biggest fine ever. Gee, that's a lot. Yeah, of, that's a lot of coinage. It's that's funny. A, that's a lot um, of Bitcoin. It is a lot of Bitcoin. Uh, one of my mates like texts me and says, "Oh, Google's in trouble. They're being fined and stuff." And then I looked up how much they have, and they've got like five hundred billion. I'm like. It's it's like changed down the back of the sofa, but it's still a lot of money. Yeah. But um, I was just I and then I read into it and I'm like, yeah, they're abusing their market dominance and you know other people aren't listing as high and and they're they're kind of pushing their Play Store or whatever it is. But I'm like, well, it is their service. So well, this <laughs> I don't know. is what like, I mean. Like earlier on, I said uh, we're on Twitch. Rant and bollocks on Twitch. Watch Alex play. You know whatever games, Battlegrounds and Horizon yeah. Zero Dawn. Does yeah. that, is that not the exact same thing? Like this is, this is our podcast. It's yeah. mostly your podcast, and I come in when you're not looking. And then <laughs> sometimes I don't even know you're there. Yeah. yeah. So it's our podcast, and I say, "Oh, you should go check out Alex's thing or check out our Twitch page." Yeah. Is that not the exact same thing Google are doing? It's like if you go to Google.com and you search for something, and they go, "Oh, by the way, we do that." Yeah. Like how is that? I don't understand. Google are in this weird kind of zone, aren't they? Where they're supposed to be a company, but because yeah. everyone relies on them so much, they're almost looked at like a public service. That's what I was just going to say, is I think they've gotten to that point where they're so huge, so big, that people are like, what are you doing listing that first? Like, you need to give the small guy a chance or whatever. And there is there is somewhat, you know, they need to do that to some some state, but I don't know. Like finding them two point four billion just because they push their thing up top, like it's it's flaky, and I don't even know if that will go through. Like it's just been filed and all that. Lot. Like but, they uh, have to appeal that. I I can understand. Oh, they definitely they already have. Yeah, it it's the legality of the internet's kind of very hard to work in real world terms because there's there's nothing in the real world that equates with Google. Yeah, like there's no one shop you walk into at the front of the mall. And then mm. you say, oh, I'm looking for some hardware. And then they go, okay. And then they peddle their hardware. <laughs> like every shop is separate. And, you, yeah, and yeah. you have to physically move your ass from one shop to the other. Yeah. But now everybody, you go online, you open your browser, whatever browser it is, and you're going to either Google, or if you're a real idiot, you're going to Bing. And that's it. Bing. But it's not because Google own the internet they're just the most successful search engine yeah exactly yeah but google like you don't need google for the internet to work we've just become so connected or so connected to the idea of using it that it's become ubiquitous and we think it's like 
water. We think like, oh, we should be getting it from the taps for free from the government. It should mm. be a subsidy. But exactly, they're, they're, yeah. Like back in the day, it used to be what was it, Ask Jeeves and shit. Yeah, Ice Jeeves and Lycos, I think it was. Yeah, uh, wasn't there a was it a dog? There was a dog one, wasn't there? Yeah, and Yahoo have their search engine still trimming, and Bing is a search. Like, yeah, yeah. Google's just good at being a company, yeah. but now they're getting punished for it. They're getting penalised for uh, for being really, really good, you know. But yeah, uh, yeah so like you, do, what billion. I'm saying is, you don't need Google to get any of the any of the things you're searching for. You do not need Google to search for them. No, it, it just it helps makes you it out, easier. But you don't exactly yeah just you, the user experience just helps you along but you if it yeah. wasn't there you'd still be able to access those things so. you're like oh i need a lawnmower you can go to google and type in lawnmower or you can go to google and type in who sells lawnmowers yeah then yeah. go to that direct page and look on their thing then go to yeah. five others and search all them and look for the pricing yeah basically also, google got fine because people are lazy someone made a joke and said because they were being fined for it they should take they should disable their services in because it was it was the eu somewhere in the eu that was um uh that was finding them so uh they said oh they should just disable their services for a week or even a day to be honest uh in the eu so yeah. no one can use like and then that will just like cause havoc and also probably pay pay for uh, the the fine anyway <laughs> just, yeah exactly just, oh sorry guys we're just gonna shut this down for a couple of days they're like, which what? they're legally <laughs> entitled to do like it yeah you'd say oh google can't shut down people need it no they don't and google owe you nothing yeah oh it's so, crazy it's crazy like i can just see, like i'm worrying about the future where people are starting to demand things because you have those other problems of like uh we talked to the we talked about the government uh what is it highway speeds or highway internet speeds where like one website is oh, gonna yeah. have fast and then throttling yeah, and yeah. all that kind of crap yeah but this is like the reverse of it where like you're penalizing people on the internet for being good and popular mm. yeah yeah i know it's it's bloody nuts and i just realized that it's part of the fucking terminator program again as well it's like <laughs> google and and the algorithms and just yeah it's it's more more uh oh more that's it there's something i just came up off the top of my head that's definitely What's tech that? news What's uh that? tesla are bringing out their new sedan model yeah, you were talking about that. That's, that's that, the cheaper option, And, and that's it? a car that's going to drive itself. It's going to cost $30,000, and it's Terminator. It's Terminator it's, as well. You know what? It's all Terminator. On the weekend, I was looking at Tesla, and I went onto the site, and, I, and the cheapest Tesla in Canada right now is 110 The base model, 110 Yeah. So I was just like, well, this is ridiculous. But I, I was just interested. I was just looking. But what I found really amazing, and it's, it's going to become the norm, because we've talked about it as well, but... It is an option on the site. You know when you are like, oh, I'd like a sat nav or I'd like a rear uh, facing uh, a, a rear camera and all that lot. Well, one of the one of the options for Tesla is self driving. It's seven grand and you just add it and it's like a module. I'm yeah. Like, well, that's I, I was on that site and I'm like, this is next generation. Like self driving. Yes, please. <laughs> you know, seven grand it's, falling asleep yeah. at the wheel. Yes, please. <laughs> boom so but yeah we're gonna eventually see that on every single site or it's just become it's just gonna become standard but yeah and that, actually that, actually that, that's actually seeing it as a tick box was was pretty uh pretty amazing actually yeah and that's only an option because at the moment it's not legal to actually have a self-driving car on the road yeah and i'm guessing you could probably only activate it in some states and wherever i think yeah. like california and places are testing it you know so. yeah back when we talked about this like the federal government are in the states are rolling out uh, new legislation about self-driving cars and stuff. 
Right. But, like, they got to hurry up. I know, I know. Like, we're already at the, pe- the stage where you can buy a $30,000 uh, US, I think it's like 27000 after uh, the rebates, the government rebates. It's bloody nuts. And you're, yeah. buy- you're buying a car that's, you know, electric-powered, can go, whatever, 300 miles to the charge or whatever, 300 kilometers. Yeah. And it can drive itself those 300 kilometers. I know, I know. You just pop the kids in the car in the morning and go, goodbye. Because I know a buddy who has to drive, I think it's like three hour round trip a day, dropping the kids off to school and then getting himself to work. Right, right. So that's three hours of his life he can just get back instantly. This is you, isn't it? You've got three kids, you're not telling me that. And I also stole a car. But anyway, let's get away from my, <laughs> let's get away from my crime list. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, uh, everything we talk about heads, heads to uh, Cybernet. So. It's happening way faster than anybody would expect it. I know that much. <laughs> um, just two other little uh, tech bits. Well, one of them is a little bit bigger. Uh, I know you'll you'll want to talk about, but um, I just wanted to talk about phones. You don't uh, know me, so you don't know me. <laughs> so I was watching back your uh, Paul did uh, Batman VR, and I was watching it back, and you were like, um, "Oh, what was it when you were screaming, uh, screaming at the TV, screaming at the uh, clown." Yeah, you were screaming at the crown, but towards the end of it, well, we'll talk about it more, but you, you were actually going insane. I was going mental. <laughs> so, that game drove yeah. me mental. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, um, so the new iPhone, um, and people are going to think I'm some kind of Apple fanboy because we always talk about Marvel and I always talk about the iPhone. <laughs> but the, the new iPhone, uh, they're saying it could have a front-facing camera that uh scans your face to so that's where uh how you can open your phone basically so you could just hold it in front of you and it recognizes you but it must must do some kind of depth checking so you can't just hold a photo a a photo and stuff like that anyway that was just one little thing and then the other one was yeah it's going to be thinner it's going to have like an edgeless display and it just made me realize like what the heck like where are we going with these phones like what do you do with your phone when when will you next upgrade your phone and what do you want out of a phone like do you even make phone calls like <laughs> yeah. i don't really make phone calls on my phone but i'm just thinking like yeah it's becoming cool and they're, and they're going to be thinner and they're going to be lighter and they're going to be doing this and this and that but i it's got to a point where i don't really care about apps as much i'm just like yeah sure it's got an app store and then okay it's got a big screen but it's just things are getting lighter and they're getting better tech here and there but like eventually it's not even going to be called a phone it's it's going to be like some tech device but uh i'm just uh when, when what would make you upgrade or when would you upgrade to another phone is it is there a particular feature you're like oh i'm waiting until you know proper i think the only solar, thing i want out of my next panel. phone is a oh, solar panel be good that'd be sweet mm. i want a better camera on my phone that's it okay yeah because you know I, a, I go traveling and i like to take a photo and I, you know i was like yeah and my, I don't know. My, I think my camera's like 1080, and I'd like a right. or 2K, and I'd like a, I'd like a 4K, which actually reminds yeah, me of yeah. another piece of news I just saw, which is you know red cameras. Whoa. Yeah, yeah. They're bringing out a phone. Oh really? They're bringing wow. out a phone that's supposed to be doing VR, HR, and AR. Wow. Okay. Yeah, it's they're they're going to be releasing the details at the next conference they have or something. Price point. I think, if I think the price point's around like two thousand, fifteen hundred to two thousand dollars US. Damn, because it's like know, titanium and it's whatever. I can eventually see that technology being incorporated into like iPhones, so that when you shoot, you're shooting in red footage and all that. Yeah, that'll be pretty sweet. Well, red. But, that's um, why Red are trying to get ahead of it. They're trying to create the phone because their phones will work with their cameras, 
So you're right, going to have right. a viewfinder on your camera. Mm. And then you'll be able to take uh, VR 360 stuff with your cam. And then you'll be able to do AR. I don't know what the hell you're going to record AR. I don't know how that works. And then yeah, holograms. All, all, yeah. Yeah, I know. It's all... It's all going over our head, isn't it? Yeah, but their no. their system compared to Apple is their system is going to be like their cameras. So everything on the phone will be able to be upgraded or connected to future tech. Sure. So for people who don't know how a RED camera works, a RED camera is a 4K, 6K, 8K digital camera that all you get is a box. You get the house that's the sensor. And then you can purchase everything else around it. So you get literally mm. nothing but the box. Yeah, yeah. And then you put on a handle, then you put on a viewfinder, then you put on a, a lens, and then you put on the sticks, and everything goes around it. But they, yeah. they keep building their tech so that you can just take a piece off and put the new piece on. Mm, that's smart. I like that. And that's apparently what they're going to be doing with their phone. So it would be like, oh, they've got a, a new lens. So you just take out the mm. old lens and you put the new lens in interesting competition's yeah. good we need it yeah so, so i, I um, want to see it. when that comes out i'll uh i'll check it out and i'll let people know yeah we'll look out for that because i think it'd be awesome to record on your phone and know that it's like raw footage and you can you know really edit it uh in final cut and stuff exactly because uh, right now right now it's just like a a flat mp4 it's still nice quality but you can't really do as much with it you know yeah people are definitely so. they haven't released the exact specs but people are thinking they're definitely going to push the idea that they've got a 4k camera on the mm. phone yeah 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 big time because um, like, well I'll just make a movie on this then I don't need to go out and buy any equipment oh you really could you really yeah. could that's that's the crazy thing I mean um, even the iPhone like the one that I've got I've got the 7 plus and it's got these dual cameras and it's got this thing called portrait mode now it's not as good as obviously a uh, SLR camera and stuff but uh, it does this kind of focus mode where it blurs the background and then you can focus in on an object it does a pretty good job when you're in good sunlight and you could show someone those photos and they'll be like oh you've got a DSLR or something and it's like no that was on my iPhone and yeah like, if you oh. do an- if it's you do- crazy yeah if you do a good enough job people will get fooled real easy totally yeah yeah you can film like uh, I mean people have done uh, short short films on their iPhone and edited it on their iPhone in iMovie it's uh, it's pretty crazy what you can do on a on a little device these days. Yes, that's all I want for my future camera, just a nice new or for my future camera. I'm calling it camera should be a phone. <laughs> You've all already I, got three. All kids, I want is so. a nice camera that can also send text messages. That's all I want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now you're right. You're you're completely right. Actually, the reason why I got this new iPhone, I got it before I went to Australia. I don't know if you know. Um, I went to Australia. Have, have uh, you? Yeah, I haven't. I haven't heard yeah. about that before. Yeah. Uh, the reason why I went, um, the reason why I went, the reason why you went to Australia. Yeah. Tell us why you went to Australia. Just to piss you off. Because it's not, (laughs) I was going to say, it's not the kind of place people just decide to go. (laughs) Um, no, I, I, the reason why I bought the phone was so I could take nice photos because I was on like a five, five S, which was a small camera or a small phone. But, uh, yeah. So, and then the, um, the other, the other tech, um, it was kind of a question slash, hey this is cool planet of the apes um is out you mentioned it next week and man the cgi in that is just so bloody good i know they're apes um but uh you know the hair and, and everything and, and the detail on their face when do you think we're going to be rendering uh humans like say we're going to bring out a bruce lee film and it's going to look exactly like bruce lee but obviously it's not him 
I know they're starting to do it with like say X Men. Remember they made them like look younger in a couple of them, and they, yeah. they do that in a lot of films now. But do you see say um, uh, like I don't know. I don't want to. Like say, like they make a a new film that's got Heath Ledger in it. Well, they did it with they, uh, Tarkin in Rogue One. Um, General oh, Tarkin, yeah. yeah, in the Death Star. I guess they, I guess they bloody did. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. And what they did with yeah, him is right. they had an actor on set with the the little balls on his face, and then okay, and then they CG that so it looked more like Tarkin. The thing with so that was it was just answered my own question. Yeah, yeah, they're it already flawless, doing it. But- but it, they're already doing it. Yeah, that's crazy. Actually, I didn't even. I, now that I think about it, yeah, you're right. Yeah, and I guess like cause... you know the, the the Marvel thing, like you say, where they de-age people, like Kurt Russell yeah. and all that. Yeah, they've been doing that a bit. So they've been doing that for years. They just haven't talked about it because none of the actors wanted to tell anybody how old <laughs> they were. I remember the first time I uh, they kind of advertised that, and it was um, Patrick Stewart in X Men. When, and they made them look younger and they kind of like showed tech behind it and how they did it and I was like oh that's pretty awesome and then um, it made me think oh what's the possibilities and stuff and yeah I guess Rogue One is, is a perfect example of you know they're, they're starting to you know bring characters back and stuff like they I don't know they might do it with Princess Leia at one point like maybe in the next next Star Wars but maybe it's too soon yeah I think that's but, your yeah. only defense against that is that it's too soon but mm-hmm. at the same time, people. Uh, what was that one? Fast and the Furious Seven. They had Paul Walker. Oh yeah. And yeah. Like oh, we got to finish the film, and then they tried to make it so they gave him a kind of little send off and stuff like that. They did a fucking shite job. I don't know if you ever saw it, but no, I, think they I know. Some, yeah. They had some tracking issues or something. Yeah. <laughs> it's like his. I don't know. Like the this the face that they had on him just wasn't right. Um, just talking about that, that film, uh, Fast and Furious. I don't know if you heard today, but the song for it, uh, "I'll See You Again" or something. This is like tech, that. Alex. You're getting yeah, you're going well, way off course. This is completely it's unauthorized. It's on. It's on YouTube. Uh, Gangnam Style was the most viewed um, <laughs> YouTube video. Uh, now that uh, Fast and Furious Seven, that uh, "We'll See You Again" or whatever, for, uh, you know the you know the song from it. Yeah, um, that's, that's the number taken, one song on YouTube. It's the number one most viewed video, I think, on YouTube. It's taken over Gangnam Style. But didn't so. Gangnam Style hit like two billion? Yeah, so this must be over it. So is there just like a bunch of people just hitting replay on that thing or what? I guess so, Because that was like so. three years ago. I know, it just took over. So absolutely insane. I mean, I've got it on I've got it on right now. It's just on mute. But uh, That's true. You listen yeah. to that constantly. But I thought you were the only one. <laughs> well, talk to the other three billion. <laughs> You're all freaks. <laughs> but, but yeah, I, that's, I will uh, tell you this: your family. Don't tell me. <laughs> your family. You need to get some respect. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that that kind of uh, wraps up the uh, the tech the tech segment there. Um, I guess we can go into the tech bollocks question if you like. Don't know if anybody can hear that motorcycle just roared past my window. Yeah, yeah. They that's heard a tech bollocks about, question. Heard us talking about Fast and Furious, didn't they? I'm like, yeah. oh yeah. What do we need, boys? We need some Nas. <laughs> All right, question. This is the question, um, and there's a few few in it. So you get so one. Just shut the fuck up. Fine. No, um, <laughs> um, are you worried about online security? So basically, having your identity on the web. Um, you know, they can track everything. You've got a Facebook page. You've got an Instagram profile. Uh, if I typed in Paul Neary, 
you do come up uh, on things. Um, image search, a couple of your faces here and there. You've done films. I think you're on IMDb. Are you worried about that in the future? Um, and like, and if you are, like, are you going to do anything about it? Like, I've actually got friends in the last year that have like quit Facebook and they've actually deleted their accounts. Right. Um, and then, um, uh, yeah, just, 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 what's your feelings on that? And there's a few, there's a few things that spawn off it. Like, uh, obviously, Snapchat's super popular. They actually just updated their app two weeks ago with a crazy update, which everyone's going to find, like, especially kids are going to find awesome. But it's super like security flaw where you're, uh, they have a map and you can view yourself on the map and you can see where someone is at all times. However, there's a ghost mode, but you need to turn it on. And if you don't turn it on, you can literally track someone wherever they are 24-7. Um, That's what so, you have like, on me, isn't it, you prick? You've got the... <laughs> yeah, I've been following you. I was always um, wondering how you knew where I was. Technically, find my friends is uh, is that uh, the iPhone comes with that as well. Find my friends, but uh, I, it, that was funny. I've got a mate in England who uh, put it on when it when the app first came out, and I put it on in Canada, and then I was like, okay, yep, I can see you. you're across the pond. All right, <laughs> all right, let's turn this shit off. <laughs> but uh, no, I'm just wondering, like, have you thought about that? Is that a concern for you? I or, have thought about uh, it, and then I'm yeah. always thinking, if anybody's desperate enough to take my life, you know, have it because you must be real miserable. <laughs> That's a, that's a good attitude to have. <laughs> but I can um, definitely understand that for like someone who's actually successful. Like we're we're wonders of the web. We're incredibly successful. So we're talking about this on a podcast. <laughs> so clearly well, we're, we're not the most shy and retiring, you know, but I, I like my privacy. You like your privacy. I'm not. Yeah, I'm. Um, I was talking to a friend at uh, work today and he said he called me a lurker and it's like, uh, on Instagram, I saw that he went on a bike ride on the weekend. So I was like, "Oh, you went on a bike ride on the weekend." He was like, "You never even commented. You never. You didn't even like the photo." You know, um, uh, he, <laughs> he was just bringing up topics a... that you saw but them do. Yeah, yeah, I, I saw him do it, and he was like, "Oh, I thought I would have thought you would have liked that photo if you saw that I did that." And I was like, "He was like, you're just lurking, weren't you?" You know. But um, I was saying, I, I made a joke to him. I said, "Every time I see a, a photo from him, I'm just gonna comment heavy breathing." <laughs> yeah, like, but um. No, just just to poke into that universe a little bit more. Uh, so I have a Nest thermostat here, uh, and it tell and it knows when I'm a, uh, away. So it will kind of adjust itself and say, "Oh, he's away," so I'm going to turn off the cooling. Oh, he's home, like because it knows when you walk by. Right. But Nest also do Nest cameras. They do in inside and outdoor cameras. They do baby cams. They do all all types. So they've got footage. It records footage and it puts it up to a server. It tells you if you're on holiday, there's been some movement. Oh, just your cat, it died. Or, um, you know, like someone's, someone's in your house and you'll be like, oh, it's just my bro. Or it'd be like, shit, I don't even know who that is or whatever. But there's all this information, man. So you suddenly, you know, in another 10 years, you say Paul Neary, it's like, oh, I've got webcam footage of when you were away. Someone was, you know, in your, looking after your house. I could see them. Uh, I've got, uh, I know that you're uh, always home on Saturdays, but you're away on Sundays because your Nest thermostat says this. Uh, you know, I've got your Instagram thing here. Okay, you go to Thunder Bay quite a bit. You know, I'm just announcing it all on the podcast as well. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> no, I get what you're um, saying. I'm, it's that kind of thing of you're, it's going to be so much easier once you have enough data to predict where everybody will be and take advantage of it. And here's another thing is that we're, you know, in our 30s. So um how about like your your uh, nieces and nephews you know like they're growing up with this so they're they're you put their name into 
the web and you'll be able to see them and they're only 10 you know exactly so, yeah, they're, they're really thousands they're really going to be of photos before they're even able to use a phone before they're three years old they've got ten thousand photos of the kids yeah i just um i i know it's a it's a hot topic and there's people so there's people leaving facebook and there's people you know leaving these uh things but uh for me uh like i don't really post too much on facebook but i think i think in the future i might i might head away from it but then when i delete my account is it really deleted you know yeah and then there's also so, like it was like the google talk we talked about how it's just ubiquitous and everybody expects you to have it and yeah. if you don't have facebook there's certain websites you can't log on to there's certain apps you can't use yeah yeah exactly and they then what about the tr- yeah they don't let you sign on with your email they say oh sign in through facebook exactly and then they got your little profile picture and then yeah. you got cookies and and then what about ads so when you go onto um a site and suddenly it's like hey you're looking for a barbecue and then suddenly you're on your phone you're on facebook and then all you're seeing is barbecue stuff you know oh it's, yeah it's scary, like i'm 100 percent sure that my phone records me talking when it's not on because oh, I, god i've been talking to people and are you I, serious oh yeah i'd be talking to people and then i would go on youtube yeah and then there'd be a video recommendation about something i was talking about now it's very i want to be very clear i did not search for it because i'm I'm well i'm well aware that my google searches show up on my facebook and whatever i've seen them as well it's not it's not right but i remember talking to somebody about um a game and then the game popped up as a recommendation i was like that's that that's very disturbing you should get into the settings of that android Yeah, but whatever um, whatever settings I get into is not the real settings. We all know that. Probably not. You know, there's like little details of phones as well. So the iPhone, without turning it off, uh, knows um, it's like a feature. They've turned it into a future uh, feature. Uh, you know, Apple. Um, so basically, it knows when you're moving quick or not. So it's called Find My Car. So it will say, "Oh, you are traveling really fast, and you're not. So your car must be parked there." So it will actually tell you where your car's parked, but um, I turned the feet. I've turned it off in my settings, but I turned it on, and it thought the train was uh, was the car. So it's like, oh, your car's at Union Station, you know. But uh, that's an interesting stat because it can tell, you know, how fast you're moving and stuff. But um, and then you're looking Apple- at what we were also talking about, which is self-driving cars, and mm. all all that information, all that data has to go somewhere. Yeah, exactly. So in terms of hiding, you know, like people will find their partner's phone and see if they were cheating, like check their locations and all that. Sure. Well, now you just go out and download the, the car's last coordinates. Yeah. And you'd be like, that's what people do. They go through like the, what was it, the Garmin or whatever. Yeah, they, that's and, right. Actually. And they find destinations and be like, oh, where the hell were you last night? Oh, I was at this hotel. Mm. Huh? Oh, fuck you. It's good for the FBI and all that lot. Well, that, like, that's um, the big thing. The FBI would, uh, pri- not the FBI, the NSA and PRISM. Right. Where they, they are, you know, the Snowden gave away the details. They're taking every piece of information and they're still worrying. That's right, yeah. Um, yeah, it's just nuts to think about. Um, what was the other one? I had another one I was, I was going to mention where they're tracking you. That's usually what it comes down to is that the argument flips on they're tracking people to keep everybody safe. So if you've nothing to hide, you've nothing to worry about. Yeah. But then the flip side of that is you don't get to decide what should or should not be hidden. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. So it this idea that the government should have access to everything. And then from that, they'll say, oh, you shouldn't be talking about this or you shouldn't be talking about that. Even if we could all agree it's something you shouldn't be talking about, like an attack is going to happen somewhere. Mm. It's still not the world to it's not a world that we should be promoting where we're forcing everybody to be good or maybe it is maybe that is the best way to do it the big brother system of oh well you know if you've nothing to hide you've nothing to worry about yeah true that's very true i mean wasn't there that thing recently with the fbi and apple and the guy had an iphone and but they they couldn't legally go into it or something. Oh, the FBI needed to track someone. Yeah. But Apple Apple wouldn't, uh, you know, give up the location or the or back door into ex- the phone. Yeah, because they could that, only. That's right. Yeah. It was the yeah. he had the code, and then if you put in the code too many times, all the data gets burned. But technically, that's you know Apple's policy is that yeah you're secure. You know we're not going to leak anything. So it was a a tough dilemma for them because obviously they want to help out but at the same time if they breach that then everyone's like well you guys aren't safe at all you know you can do that to anyone yeah so but uh yeah just um it's just scary to think about i've also got a friend who backs up a lot of his work um and he puts it behind like you know three security walls and like (laughs) he encrypts uh his hard drives well I'm, uh, it's it's Dre. If you're listening, Dre, it's you. All right? <laughs> um, but yeah, he encrypts his hard drives. And, well, now you just and, screwed uh, it up. You had this whole security system. I know. I've leaked it. Leaked it online. Um, no, but it's just like when when he was telling me about it, I was just like, shit. Yeah, I've, I've got mine on a, on a hard drive. But uh, maybe maybe we should do something with that. And I, I know he puts us into into the cloud secure cloud and stuff but uh is that a concern for you like what about your work or your oh yeah that's a big concern for me i know it like i don't have it but i've tried to make sure that i have a backup for the backup Mm. but ideally i would like three right even for the cloud it's like there's a i've got hundreds of photos in the cloud and i'm like crap if i lose the password or whatever yeah i lose years of my life well, that's what I was thinking as well. It's like um, I was I was sitting at work once, and I was like, if there was a fire at work, and say like I've got like photos uh, from Australia and stuff. Um, I went to Australia and, and New Zealand. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, both. Of, oh, both. But, okay. Yeah. But I backed them up on my laptop. This is a while ago, like a, a year ago, or whatever. Um, but if there was a fire at work, I would rush out. But like honestly, I, I would probably grab my laptop because I don't want to lose those memories. Even you know they're not in a cloud or whatever. Yeah. So, but that is actually a thought that crosses my mind. Like it's crazy to think that you know, like the whole building's on fire, your life's in uh, in danger. But I, I want to grab my laptop, you know. And then there's because... the the issue of privacy and, like you said, maintaining memories. So in the future, if somebody dies, all yeah. their all their accounts, all their Facebook things, like. Is there a process now to get into that if you're a loved one? Uh, yeah, that's a really good that's a really good uh, question, actually. Like, like I said, all my photos on my on my cloud. I, yeah. I, I, you know, I pop my clogs tomorrow, and then uh. and then you come along and you're like, oh, Neri probably had a bunch of photos in there. It'd be nice for his family to see them or have them. Yeah. And then, like, how does somebody get the rights to get into your? Because it's not me. There's, there's. All the security systems are like, oh, it'll send a code to your phone and it'll check your Facebook message and check the, your email account. 
I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No one can do that because it's all mine. Well, I know, I know your one anyway. Your one's for family. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag <literally> respect. <laughs> Hashtag respect. Um, no, uh, you know what? That's actually a really, uh, really interesting question because how would they get into that? Like, would they have to contact Apple and would they have... Uh, could you breach that because the person yeah. has passed? So I guess so. But yeah, because... Uh, You'd have yeah, like do you have to turn up of... with a birth certificate? Is or not a birth a death certificate? Birth certificate. There you go. Yes, not he was joking. just born you... yesterday. <laughs> he was just born. Um, you know, I'm not joking. You probably would have to do that. You probably would have to prove, you know, that they passed and uh, and that you need de- uh, you need to get in. Yeah, you need. I think there's a the uh, there's the government thing as well. Like you need a proof of death and you need a signature from a authority. That's for something else. Right. But yeah, you need to have the death certificate from the coroner, and then I think it's a police officer or a paramedic or whoever signs off right. that this person died or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I guess uh, Apple and Microsoft will all be like, yeah, we need that too. It's like, yeah, but. <laughs> we need it all. You're a phone company. What the hell? Just give me the goddamn photos. Do it. Do it now. Um, would you. So. Going back to the original question is: Would you do you see yourself ever kind of leaving Facebook and things? Well, I'm I'm not super careful about what I put up, but I'm very limited in what I put up. You are actually, yeah. Like I don't, I don't, I don't have an <laughs> for someone who talks as much as I do. I don't have that much of an ego about what I'm doing in my day to day life. You say that. I say that, but sure. if you check my blog posts <laughs> and my Facebook and my Twitter. <laughs> But you know what I mean? Like, I don't post no, a lot of crap, mean, yeah. so... Sure. There's... Th- whatever's up there, I'm perfectly happy for everyone to see. I think that's the thing, yeah. Whatever you've put up there, you're proud of, or, you know, you, you're you fine with it being yeah. out there. But I, I do someone... think there there is something in the back of my head that's also like, I don't want a lot of people to see this. Mm. And whether or not that's just me being uh, introverted or a little bit private about those things, or kind of sure. reticent, I mean, like... Oh, this could come back and bite me in the ass. Yeah, I know. You've got things like, I don't know, I don't know um, how it would go down, but say like if you were applying for a job somewhere, but then they they saw photos of you on Facebook. Oh, sure, yeah, Stop. that's like the horror stories you always hear, isn't it? Yeah, they like go, they you go on check Facebook. Your, yeah, they check your Facebook na- naked on top of a bar or, or something like that. Yeah, and like that uh, was what I was gonna, that was what I was going to mention earlier on was um, the fact that you know you got like Tinder as well the fact that you can look people up so it's yeah. like um uh you know for jobs and stuff so it's like oh who's this person it's like oh they're coming in for an interview i'm just gonna do a little uh, google search or a little facebook search yeah i read a i read an article that said the majority of that's what the majority of employers will before, do before they walk in the room they know yeah. that you like game of thrones that you're 32 and that you used to have a beard but now you're yeah. you know this this and that and it's like Holy shit! You know it's crazy. Especially and not for just... not for like jobs at McDonald's, but definitely higher end no. jobs. Like I would say, where you work and certainly in your industry, yeah, it, you guys don't even think about it. But that's everyone has checked everybody's Facebook, Instagram, all that. Well, you just you just mentioned uh, <laughs> McDonald's. Do you remember a couple of episodes back? I was talking about uh, how you interview for McDonald's. Like oh yeah, they've accept- got that app they're, thing. They're, they were accepting Snapchat, I think it was Snapchat. Uh, Snapplications, yeah. Snapplications, that was it, yeah. Which is which is super smart because they're getting with the times. But um, 
but yeah, it's just crazy to think that that's that could be your interview. It's just like a little snap. I definitely think we would have started off at a position of comfort in what we do and don't share. But I yeah. think definitely people that are 10 years and younger, like 10 years younger and below, are going to have so, a lot of issues with their privacy online. I think so, for sure. Like, there was, I was just walking home and I saw a guy and he was having a beer on a street, which you're not really allowed to do in Toronto. And then he had his phone out while he was doing it and he was spinning around, I think, the CN Towers in the background. And then I was like, he must, he's probably done something like that maybe like 10 times today just alone he was a younger guy i'm just like that's 10 10 a day and then throughout the whole year and then count that over 10 years and it's just like holy shit like he's just being he's all over the web you know yeah well the average is 25 selfies a day over the course of your lifetime that's what they estimate is that what's that sorry 25 a day 25 a day average now that doesn't mean every day you're taking 25 like obviously Six days of the week, you don't do anything. And then one day of the week, you're out at the McGregor fight. You're going to take mm. 800 selfies of yourself. You're going to be like, this is me in queue. This is me getting into the sure. arena. Look at in the background. Sure. There's there's Floyd Mayweather coming down. All that kind of stuff. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Totally. The average kid between uh, 12 and 18 and everyone else born below that is going to take 25 photos of themselves a day. Oh, wow. And it's like you said, it's not to get 25 photos, it's to get one photo to put up. Of course, yeah. You're like, click, click, click. Now, move my head, click, click, click. There we go, that's the one, I'll put that up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's six photos of yourself you just took. I know, yeah. Just so you could put up Boom. that one that looks right. Which On is, the cloud. <laughs> and I know a lot of the generations will be thinking, oh, that's fine, I just wanted to put up the good photos. Like, but do you not see that's the inherent problem? is that you're willing to take six photos of yourself so that you can put one photo up for the sake of other people. Yeah, yeah. You did not take six photos of yourself because you were enjoying yourself. It's because you wanted to see everybody else react to you enjoying yourself. Of course, it goes back to our other conversation of people want to hear vibrations. They want to, or feel vibrations because they want to, you know, they want people to be commenting and then that, that's a whole other conversation of which we've talked about, which is uh, you get depression over social media because people aren't viewing your posts or, you know, you take a picture of your dinner. You're like, oh, I'm out at a keg or whatever and I'm having a steak. Take a picture and then you get th- just three likes and then you're like, yeah. oh, I thought I was going to get more. And it's just, it's absolutely nuts. Yeah, it's a, weird, it's a weird mutant world we have where people want more attention, mm. but then they're then you have that conversation of like, oh, you're giving up too much of your privacy. Yeah, yeah. So where do you, you know go with that? What's super funny and ironic is um, that I'm talking about this subject and our podcasts are going to be online for, yeah. you know, when we're, when we're 60 and 70, we're going to... When you're 60 there. and I'm dead <laughs> and you're still trying to get into my Facebook account, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Respect for family. Oh, uh, for respect. Famaspect, Ramily, God damn it, Neri! You don't even like fish. <laughs> <laughs> that would be the one. Um, but yeah, all of that. Those are all inside jokes, everyone. <laughs> um, no, everyone should... should know. It's just my password is. Don't turn this password into a murder. <laughs> <laughs>
um yeah it's just funny that, uh, that it's always going to live online and and i wonder when you know in say 40 years i wonder if youtube's going to be youtube or whether it's going to be something completely different so yeah robot tube yeah robot tube cybernet tube but you, uh, you yeah terminator we could we could talk for hours and hours about it but i just thought it's a good conversation just to see you know where where everything's going with it we're not yeah. particularly like super vocal or like on on social media uh like personally with ourselves with our profiles but obviously we know a lot of people that are and and obviously kids are but uh it could be a big issue um it could also have a lot of benefits as well for tracking people down you know? yeah. but, my uh, my piece of like, advice would yeah. be one day a week turn off your phone for at least 12 hours I think um, not the whole day. I'm not even asking for the whole day. Just twelve hours. Just pick like a Saturday or Sunday. That's like asking someone. I'm not joking, dude. That's like asking someone to try and stop smoking for that that amount of time. Or um, our phones are drugs. They are a drug, and it's it's a proper addiction. That's what I'm trying um, to tell people. So you got if if you can't do that, if you can't take twelve hours without your phone, yeah, then you should really be thinking about how do you have a problem yeah you know um there's been a few times which i uh where i've gone to work and i left my phone i left my phone at home and i've been a little bit in a panic mode been like oh fuck you know yeah but then um the funny thing is then i got to work and i just went onto like facebook manager uh, messenger to message people and say like oh i haven't got my phone or whatever but uh um but yeah you're, you're completely right if you can't if you can't be without your phone for more than 12 hours then or less or yeah, you've got a serious problem. Like, if you're listening to this podcast, just pick a day. Like, this is going to come out today or whatever. Sometime on the weekend, say Sunday. Sunday's a quiet day. No one's out partying. Turn your phone off for 12 hours. 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. Give it a go. And if that scares you just thinking about that, maybe start thinking about turning off your phone more often. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I thought you were going to say turning yourself in. Yeah, turn yourself in. <laughs> so- yeah. Because they, they're, they're after you. They know what you're on to. Because your phone's on all the time, tracking you, following you, listening to your conversations. <laughs> That's a good um, question. I'm just a good. I'm looking at, uh, as as I'm talking about the question. I'm literally looking at an Oculus camera in my room, <laughs> and I've got and I've got three of them. <laughs> so it's like just in case you thought you were safe in the corner, there is a camera looking at you. Yeah, it's bad enough they're scanning my face. They're giving a 360 3D view of you. <laughs> yeah. They're going to 3D print you soon. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, please um, chime in if you've got any thoughts on, on that topic. But uh, And if you don't, um, then thanks for uh, thanks for listening. Yeah, we still know what you're thinking. We're in your passwords. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you don't, we'll find you. And we will. <laughs> We will kill you. What, what, what's the Liam Nielsen thing again? I will what find you, and I will kill you. <laughs> That's pretty good, man. <laughs> Fuck, I thought I was watching a film for a second. <laughs> <laughs> so what do we got to do now? I think it, I think it's games. It could be games. It could be movies. Depends. Um, we'll go into some gaming. Why not? Why not? Have you got anything you want to cover? I do have some gaming this week. And sure, go for I it. I think, because we're doing so many movies this week, we'll have to save it for next week. But we should mm. definitely do an episode on. Actually, we should probably just wait till it comes out on classic games because mm-hmm. 
the last couple of weeks, Super Nintendo is coming out. Yeah, yeah. They're re-releasing Nintendo. are going to do that for a while, and then they're going to take it off the shelves when it starts making money. Take it off the shelves, yep. So I think when that comes out, we should do a podcast on our favorite games from Super Nintendo and and uh, Sega. And we should yeah. also we should also do a playthrough. We should do a Let's Play of a bunch of the games on the Super Nintendo. Yeah, that would be sweet, actually. Do you want to talk... Uh, I had That was on my list. Do you want to talk a little bit more about that little mini NES and stuff? Yeah, because it's, it's not just that, but also the Mega Drive, or not Mega Drive, Sega, are releasing all their games on Android and iOS. Oh, wow. I didn't Do you not even know hear this? about that. Ah, no. yes. I got an exclusive. You got me. You got me. Yeah, If yeah. you go on to the uh, iTunes or you go onto the game... Not What's game? App Store. Yeah. For android you can download five mega drive games right now hmm. i think it's Which like sonic and stuff sonic uh kid chameleon i can't remember the other two but are three but then they're going to release uh a bunch more i think they're going to release every single one of them oh wow that's awesome yeah some of them you might have to pay for but these ones are free yeah i remember a couple of episodes back i, I mentioned crazy taxi i think crazy taxi is sega as well so it's, it sounds like they're they're ramping up on uh, on mobile because mobile is like <sighs> it's just so many people have mobile phones and phones are getting more powerful and they're going to be able to play like eventually going to be able to play like PlayStation three and PlayStation four games. So exactly because people just want to walk around like they've got a switch, switch, boom. Um, oh, yeah, fa- going Fantasy Star two, Comic Zone, and Altered Beast. Altered Beast was that altered bitch hard game. That is a fucking awesome game, though. Yeah, but you can get them free on your phone today. Boom. So on iOS as well. iOS I- and iOS. Android. And they're going to be Boom. releasing all it. of them. I'm getting it, Altered Beast. I'm getting it. You can so. play online or offline. Uh, it's free, Sweet. or you can pay to have no ads. So just pay and get no ads. Um, While we're on the topic of phones and stuff, just whoever's listening out there... Um, we're doing like a lots of let's plays and we've got some games coming up and we're going to be doing a lot more uh just asking the question uh would anyone like to see let's plays of phone games because i know everyone has a phone and i know there's lots of marvel and there's just some dc games and there's like these altered beasts so we could always record our screen while we play those games as well so uh if that's something people want to see let us know well and for everybody out there we were definitely going to put our podcast up on google so android users could use it alex tried that all week google is shit google does not work <laughs> tell them what google happened alex a, they did a weird thing um so like it's like you got to put like an rss feed into it and uh, it reads your rss feed so i put our itunes one in and it said it had an error so i was like oh does it have an error okay whatever so uh, they give you example code. So Google give you example code and said like, hey, this is how you should write it. So I just copied and pasted their code and went and uplo- to upload it uh, as a test. And it said, sorry, we can't read this. This is wrong. And I was like, this is yours though. So it can't even read its own code. So then I um, uh, contacted <laughs> support and supports uh, have yet to get back to me. And that was two weeks ago. Right. So. I'll so be, well, funny thing, to, yeah. We're, I think I've actually got I've actually got friends at Google and YouTube, so uh, I'll be knocking on the door shortly. So they probably won't but, be there uh, for long. They they owe a lot of money, Google. I think they're going out of business soon. Yeah, they lost they lost a little bit of pocket change, you know. Yeah. 
they might have to sell off one point one 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 percent of their bloody store or something. To let go of a few, um, a few YouTube channels, probably hours. So. Yeah, definitely hours. <laughs> so yeah, we were trying to get on Google Play for the Android guys. We're next week. We we're looking at other feeds, so we should have it up and running soon for you guys. Positive thinking. I don't know who I'm apologizing on. to because if you want an Android version of this, you're not listening to this unless it's on on YouTube. <laughs> iTunes is on Android, but I think it's a shite, isn't it? So. Yeah, exactly. That's why people want it. So we want to give you all the bollocks you can get on all the platforms right after we talk about how we don't want to give away our privacy. <laughs> God, we're idiots. Goodness me. What are we doing? Anyway, yeah. Um, the, the classic games are back. The classic games. Uh, hitting on that, um, so yeah, we talked about in previous episodes um, about the mini NES. Super popular, but they made the big mistake of they never made any more. They just took them off the shelves. Uh, they were sold out. Uh, so the new, um, this is Mini SNES, so it's a Super Nintendo Mini one. It's out in September, uh, end of September, I believe, and it's going to come with some awesome games. But it's got some, it's got longer cords. That's what we're all happy about, because the still mini, not wireless, uh, yeah, and still not wireless. But the, but people actually like kind of like the cord. They want to keep the cord because of how. Uh, you know, old school it is, which I, I'm I'm cool with. They've made the cords. Um, I think they're two or three feet longer, so that's cool. And then um, they've also done something a little extra. They've got uh, two really awesome games in it. One of them is called Earthbound, and it's a really like kind of rare Super Nintendo game, which is very hard to find on cartridge. So it's gonna it's gonna come with that. Everyone's really really happy about that. I think but I this know one's the other one. Better. I think I know the other one. This one's even better. It's Star Fox 2. Yes, I know. So, yeah, Star Fox 2 was never even released. They cancelled nope. the game. But the game was finished. Um, however, I think I know what you're going to say, is yes, there are ROMs around. You can download a ROM, like an, an illegal ROM, <laughs> and you can play it on like an emulator right now. So people have played the game, but no one officially like has played it. No. So, um, so what do you mean, no? No, no one's played it. I'm the first guy who's going to play it. You're the first one that's gonna play it, but I think that's sweet. Like that's those little extra things like that um, means Nintendo's listening. Longer cords, they're listening, yeah. and then um, also they have said it's going to be sold up until just after Christmas, and they're going to stock it like big time, like a lot more. But they did say after five. Christmas, they say yeah, five more, maybe <laughs> five six more, and like um, they did say after Christmas though they're not gonna. They're not. They're going to stop production, and they're just going to just sell the rest or whatever is around. So, it could still be really hard to find because I can see a lot. Like SNES, I think that's going to sell even more than the NES because NES. Personally, I didn't. There wasn't too many games that really kind of appealed to me. Whereas the SNES, I'd say eighty percent of the games, I'm like, boom, I want to play that straight away. Street Fighters and Mega Man's yeah. and and Super Mario's and stuff like that. So SNES, SNES, and and that whole generation. That's when games really, I think, took off to a new level, big time. I think it's going to sell like hotcakes. I think at Christmas you're gonna, it's going to be hard to find. Here's one thing. Um, my wife Leah said like, oh, I'll, I'll buy you it for Christmas. But I'm like, it's out in September. <laughs> by the time I by the time I get it for Christmas, it's going to be like freaking old news so yeah. no one cares but we can't do a let's play i'd love one but i'm like i'm just gonna go buy it myself yeah <laughs> you know i need it for september need 
we need to do our yeah we need to do our let's play so uh, yeah i want to i want to do all the games on that and i want to do a few mega drive games and like you know your golden we'll axes some... your streets of rage your turtles yeah. your marvel all these all these old ones used to play so many games we want to play there's also another one that i haven't mentioned to you but uh, there's a superman game on the n64 it's supposed to be um possibly one of the worst games <laughs> of all time and i just think we'd you know how we rant about films we got our new spider-man co- uh, commentary out yeah. i think this will just be like a ranting game all like, right we need to play it i've never played it before Sounds and apparently good. it's just fucking balls so we'll have to get that going that's superman 64 so as long as we can play with um, a controller instead of a keyboard because i am not good with a keyboard we have we, dis- we discovered we, that pretty good <laughs> we did discover that that's that's discussion at the end but uh um, uh, we'll we'll get we'll get hold of an actual N sixty four controller and play it the way it was meant to be played. N sixty four controllers is... are so weird. Do you remember? Well, they them? were the first one. They were the first ones to introduce the three D stick, the N sixty four controller. So uh, good. But on do you them. not remember their so. stick? You know, you know how like the controller stick it was just, is in a circle. There's only one of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If their one was sort of like in a hexagon. So it was. Yeah. When you're playing, I used to play Tiger Woods golf on the N sixty four. I think I've told this story before. Who cares? Long-time listeners will know that, and Star Fox are great games. When you have to take a swing on a regular thing, yeah. you pull back and you push forward. But because it's a circle, sometimes you can scuff it. Oh, God, yeah, yeah, yeah. But on the N64, there's a, it's a little octagon, or, yeah, like a hexagon. So you're always yeah, going to go back exactly straight and forward exactly straight. So you right, always right. get a perfect shot every time. Yeah, yeah. I love that game. I got, like... 60 <laughs> under par. Game. It was great. It was the greatest golf like, of all time. It it, it brought it, it's, it was such good memories for you because it was an easy game. As like I remember growing up um I remember growing up. Um <laughs> but I was play, we were playing Mario Kart 64 and my brother's mates who were a little bit older than me were they came around to play it as well. And one of them he'd he'd be in like first place and he's like man this is fucking awesome like i think i might buy a, a you know a nintendo 64 and then i'd blue shell him and then he'd go all the way back to uh, like last place and then he'd be like fuck and then uh he, he'd just hate the game he'll be like the graphics they're not very good are they <laughs> it's just like so and then suddenly he'd creep up he'd be in like second place again and he'll be like yeah it's really smooth isn't it it's a really smooth game dude like <laughs> The control is great, and then you know you'd hit him again with one of the shells, and he'd be like, "Shit, I, I hate it." The so, music's too like, loud. It's just the music's too loud. Yeah, the music's annoying, isn't it? And then the next time, he's just like, "I love the music. Where's the, where's the soundtrack? I want to download it?" So, but um, that's cool. Yeah. Well, maybe we'll have to play that uh, Tiger Woods and see who can who can get uh, better than your par. What was it, par? That was like sixty under par on one of the Augusta or something. It was great. We'll, we'll try and recreate that. So, but yeah, I like the fact that Nintendo are listening and they've made these cords longer. They've got some great games coming out and they're going to make more of the systems. So, boom, good on you. They're still going to take it off the shelves at Christmas, but uh, you know, that's what they do. That's what they do. They just hate fun. They hate fun. A um, couple of other things on the list for games was Steam. We all know Steam. Uh, they just had their summer sale. So the last two weeks was their summer sale. Huge, huge thing for them because they really discount games big time. Like you could pick up like a $60 game for maybe $20. So they'll they'll literally like knock off about $40 off a game. So, but that's already, that's got uh, come and gone. But uh, whenever it comes around, like people are always 
watching their wallets because they just spent you know when when a game's discounted that much or when there's an indie game and it's like you know it's a $15 indie game but it's only $2 now or $3 you just add to cart add to cart I'll add that one to cart I'll add that one and before you realize it you're like shit I've just spent $100 <laughs> you know you just so, broke the um, cart there's too much in it you broke it exactly but yeah it's the steam uh, steam summer sale is like a huge thing in the industry and uh because they actually discount games properly like playstation xbox sometimes online there's like it's like uh summer sale and it's like three dollars off uncharted it's like fuck off you know it's like, <laughs> you could just you could just get that eb games like tr- get a uh, second hand game did we talk but, about that last week the so. stupid fucking pricing on street fighter uh, we, I think we've talked about it every week uh, for the last seven episodes. Good. Let's just <laughs> bring that like, up again. Yeah. What's the fucking point bring it up bringing again. out that? St- like, I'm buying. Se- I'm not even buying. I'm downloading Sega Mega Drive games for free. I know. It's and ridiculous. you're trying to charge me it's for Street just, Fighter. It's ridiculous. And and they've called it this kind of like Ultimate Edition. I'm like, sorry, but you've had Turbo Edition. You've had Turbo Advanced Edition. You've had Turbo XO plus 90 edition it's like what what edition is this now and why is it 40 dollars you know it's just ridiculous but um so what game so are we yeah, going to go on to this week what's that so we have some games to talk about or are you just going to ignore all that huh huh uh, i'm getting through my list my friend I'm all right my did list. you buy stuff in the sale yeah. i bet you did um what did i buy so i guess in the sale but it was <laughs> it wasn't even on sale but that was when i bought um player uh player unknown battle battlegrounds so I i've that heard one. of that game so and then um separately i've got crash bandicoot but i haven't played that yet as well so and then just just hitting on crash bandicoot crash bandicoot uh is a remake so it's a remaster of crash bandicoot one two and three and that's uh has been doing really really well like in its first like couple of weeks it sold more than that Horizons game on PS4 in, in its first couple of weeks. So people really, really are liking Crash Bandicoot. It's bringing back some good old-school memories. So I'm looking forward to like digging in, and, and we'll do a little Let's Play of that because there'll be a couple of levels which I know people will recognize. Is it a uh, brand-new game, or is it like they... No, they've just... They've so what they've it. done, they've updated it, but they've literally started from scratch. So they've rebuilt the game from the ground up, but it's all the same levels. So... Even down to like the jumping, they've made sure he jumps at the same height and all that lot. So, um, so it's the same game but built from the ground up, which means it looks amazing, it runs amazing. Um, whereas when you remaster a game, sometimes they just take exactly the same game and they just like press like sharpen on it or something, you know. So, um, so yeah, looking forward to to jumping in there. But I think the big one for uh, actually before I go into this, the last last thing I wanted to mention was. Uh, there is a game called. Do you know the game? Do you know Half Life? Do you know that game? I've heard of it. I think you mentioned it before. It's, I haven't played it's, it. It's, yeah, it's a super popular game. So Half Life is where uh, Steam came from. Like, uh, it's done by a company called Valve, and Valve owns Steam. So Valve made Half Life. Yeah, I've heard of Half Life too. Uh, they've made they made Left 4 Dead and everything like that. So Half Life was their first game. It was amazing, incredible game. So it came out 19 years ago, which is crazy because I remember remember sitting at school. Uh, waiting to come home to play it. Anyway, they patched Half Life today. They 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 brought an update out for it just to fix a couple of bugs. It's it's bloody nineteen years old. So I just I love that Valve are like awesome. 
they've got this Steam platform, and they just threw they threw a patch out for a 19-year-old game. They were like, oh, fixed a bug where you were in a menu and it crashed on a certain computer, and fixed a bug here where, like, you know, the gun didn't make any sound when you shot it or something, you know? All right, here's um, a, here's a so quick just... test of you then, seeing as we were talking about old games. What year did the Super Nintendo commit? I just looked it up now. What year did Super Nintendo come out? What year did the Super um, Nintendo come out? All right, let, let me let me have a go. Uh, this is going to be a little bit odd. Nineteen ninety five. Oh, a bit late. Nineteen ninety. Nineteen ninety. Wow. Yeah. So it's that is thirty seven years or fifty seven years or one hundred and seven years since. Now it's twenty seven years ago. Really? Is it twenty-seven years? Yeah. Was that a sorry? Is that the Super Nintendo or the Nintendo? Super Nintendo. Nintendo came out in eighty-one, I think. Really? Wow. Yeah. Oh, I guess that makes sense. Yeah, because I got it. I think I got it in like nineteen ninety-four, nineteen ninety-five. So I got it. I must have got it way, way after. So yeah. Interesting. I remember my cousins got it, and my cousins are they're. Um, they're two girls, so and I remember they had the game, and I'm like, like where the game is, like because I've got two brothers, so it's like the three the three boys, and we didn't have a Nintendo system, and then our two cousins, these girls, they were playing Mario, and we were like, what the fuck is going on? So <laughs> we were like, we need to get this, Dad. Fucking buy it. Yeah, but, uh, stop being a so shit parent. We all had to. I think we all stop being a shit, Alex. I think we all like put. Um, I think I actually I seem to believe we all put our pocket money in Christmas money and, and we got one. So nice. Those were the days. We weren't spoiled fucks. Well, we were. But, yeah. <laughs> um, and then uh, so I want to just save player unknown just for the last bit because something came up today, which is awesome. It's VR. We always talk about VR. Uh, or the VR podcast. The, um, <laughs> the VR podcast. Oculus put the. Um, uh, put it on sale, you know, today and yesterday, and it, you can buy the touch controllers, both of the touch controllers and the headset for three hundred ninety nine US dollars, which is like super cheap. So it's five fifty Canadian. Uh, and in Amazon, because it's Prime Day today uh, for Amazon, if you buy them for five fifty on Amazon, so that's both the controllers and the headset, uh, you get a hundred dollar uh, Amazon gift card as well. So if you if you were ever thinking about getting into uh, VR. That's like an awesome deal. That's like two hundred dollars off with the Amazon card. Three hundred dollars off. How long does that really, last, really though? I'm not sure how long there. The Amazon one is just today, okay. so you'll lose. So if you're listening, dollar. if you're listening to this now, tough. You're fucked. You're too fucked. So. Yeah, you can't get it. But yeah, imagine, but imagine the, if you could have. Imagine the. Uh, imagine if you could just watch Paul put on the bat suit. <laughs> Um, anyway, I just think that's awesome, and I know a ton of people buying it uh, on the forums and stuff. So that is a really, really good boost for VR. Um, and there's been some great games. <coughs> there's um, Spider-Man VR, which we're going to have a Spider-Man uh, VR thing come up. Uh, Leah's uh, going to record me with that. We've got a Batman one coming up. Uh, but yeah, so um, exciting times for games. Yeah. But just want to finish it off with a very special game. Because um, play, uh, player unknown battlegrounds, we did a let's play. Uh, I've got lots of games. I, I, you know, I play casually. 
I've clocked 22 hours on this game now, and that that's got to mean something. Like, it's I've a got crazy good I've game. Got, yeah, it's I've a got, crazy got, good game. I've got Crash Bandicoot. I've got um, we've got Injustice. We've got Horizons, and I'm playing those games. But let's be honest, we play them for like an hour, play them for two hours, then we turn it off. I've clocked 22 hours in this game, and I've had it for like a week and a half. He's had it for um, one day. One day, <laughs> two hours rest. But no, it's just an awesome game. So we've done a let's play of it. Uh, we'll just talk about it briefly and, and your experience with it as well, Paul. Um, but just the gist of it, and then I'll, then I'll pass it over to you and your thoughts. But basically, it's like Hunger Games. Uh, so it's a first-person game, or you can play in uh, Gears of War behind the character. You jump out of a plane with a hundred other people over a map which is eight kilometers by eight kilometers wide, and basically you have nothing. So you just drop down, um, and then you have to find a gun and you have to find like loot stuff so you can find uh you might walk into find a anything you find like a frying pan and, molotov cocktails yeah. and then you just have to survive and then the last person to survive is the winner and if you get shot in the head or you get shot and, you, and it might take one bullet to the head to kill you then game over there is no spectating because they don't want any cheaters you literally just play again so that is the game it's been really fun uh, and it is coming out on Xbox and eventually PlayStation. But Paul had a go at it. What was what was your thoughts, man? Oh, it's such a great, cold, heartless game. <clears throat> you had, Excuse me. You had, I'm you still had dying from matches. Like like <laughs> yeah, you were yeah, saying, yeah. you you don't get to spectate after it's over. You don't get the winners list. You don't get a score sheet or anything. It's just like it's over. You're dead. Get out. It's <laughs> it just is, you're done. Like, li- you're done. Literally. <laughs> That's that's actually the perfect voice for it as well. It's just like you get shot and it's like it's over. Get out. You're get done. Out. You're yeah. done. What? Get out. Get back in the lobby. You're just done. But yeah, it's 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 just a crazy simple setup, but compared to the kind of games we're programmed to play with the endless respawns and the time limits and all this. Yeah, your your Call of Duty's and your yeah. battlefields and stuff. Uh, Fair enough, it doesn't look it doesn't look as good as them because uh, I didn't mention it's an early access game, so it means that they're developing it as we're playing it, which is great because they're yeah. shaping it to what we want it to be. I can definitely so. see the next generation or the next iteration of it, like somebody like a Valve taking this, running with it, and making a, a real high-end one. Because it, For sure. It's not a very complex thing, That's to, the whole. thing to work That's... with. You, you don't have... There's, there's no game. There's no campaign mode. It's the same game every time same map exactly yeah yeah yeah. so you just have um, to be like okay spec it up get the good graphics get it running at a nice 4k it would be amazing it would scare the shit out yeah. of you but it would be amazing totally and there's a couple of elements about it which we just love it's um my favorite one is when you pick up a weapon you have to reload it and if there's no bullets then you literally have no bullets for that gun but um Usually they're next to the gun, so you can pick up the weapon and then. But you have to remember to press R to reload. So, I think like more, you know, more than fifty percent of the people out there that play this game, they'll pick up a weapon, and they'll uh, they'll forget to uh, to reload it. And then when they get into action, they'll be like, "Shit, this this thing's empty or whatever." So that's like one of my favorite things. The other one, which we mentioned, when you get shot, it's just lethal. Um, and uh, you know, it just asks you to leave. You can't do anything else. And then the last one is, games could last maybe half an hour or twenty-five minutes because you know, eventually in the corner you can see that okay, out of a hundred people, you can see when people are dying, and it will tell you your 
42 and it's suddenly oh you're 23 but when you get down to so i've never i've never actually won but i've got to uh um round seven or uh, player seven uh but when you get down to like the last 15 and and i think one of our plays was around that which you'll see it's so tense isn't it man it's just like oh it's insane you're just, yeah you're just like you're you're watching out for people's footsteps because sound is a big thing in a game like if you can hear someone and and uh you're just you've spent 20 minutes like getting to this level and so is the other person and it could just take one mouse click and they're gone you know and you don't want to you don't want to mess up you want to make sure you're reloading but then you don't want to be like creeping outside and then reload your weapon because just that sound of you reloading lets someone know that you're out there and they probably know from the sound of the reload what gun you've got that's how detailed the game is yeah so and even yeah, very, i was in tense. i was in the house i remember that was when i first got it and i was like you were talking because we were doing like we we're doing the let's play and i said shut up i can hear something <laughs> i have yeah. to hear and then i'm listening like it's footsteps it's footsteps above me and you can just every all the sound detail lets you know where it is and what direction and what about what's happening about you it's great yeah it's good um so yeah we're gonna have a let's play of that but it's a super fun game that is called uh, player unknowns battlegrounds it's on steam it's in early access it's around 30 dollars uh it's not going to ever be more than 30 dollars uh highly recommend it and there's yeah, plenty it's, of it's fun to play now with, so, so if you're going to play it get it now because it's only going to get better they're only going to improve the graphics and the play and all that exactly and it is coming to xbox because that was one of xbox's big things at e3 was that they're, they're getting the game and then i think after christmas it will uh, be on playstation as well which is great so awesome yeah um and then lastly just with gaming you will see uh, some batman vr paul had go through the whole campaign so we've got the whole campaign we're going to edit it down so to the best bits but uh what was your we'll also edit that, that uh the battlegrounds one because otherwise you're going to be watching for four hours oh yeah battle battlegrounds for sure because literally i think we played for an hour and a half and it seemed like we played for about 10 minutes yeah another a good sign of a game yeah. um you'll see i guess you'll see paul's reactions in the in the vr because we recorded him as well <coughs> but uh you 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 enjoyed that you you were going fucking insane towards the end of it yeah the funny just, thing is, once you're in there you're a batman fan you've played all the arkham games and you've played with all the characters and has all the voices and has all the details and everything skinned up to look like it and you're just like oh shit yeah there's there so was a couple of key moments and everything a couple of key moments which i've definitely gonna edit in but uh, i was looking through the video again and like when you put the helmet on for the first time because you get to put the bat suit on uh when you go down into the cave just you just you in the room looking rounds uh you you notice the dinosaur you, you notice the little penny thing on the door and then uh you just you talking to alfred you know just having a having a go at him <laughs> but uh he's and a then shit my alfred favorite... didn't even get me my cup of tea it was useless my other my other favorite moments were um when it was a hawk what's the guy's name that got his neck cracked or whatever night nightwing um, nightwing sorry um you have to analyze like how he died and like yeah that's a pretty crazy crazy thing like so you have to slow motion kind of reenact a scene almost and you kind of hear his neck being snapped and i remember doing it myself and i thinking like oh, that's pretty bad but paul was like i don't want to see this <laughs> <laughs> so but uh, that was good and in the last bit as well like uh, there's a bit of a uh, insane solemn thing going on with the joker and, and paul yeah. was actually like in the cell and I could just see him circling around the room, and he was just like, "What do you want from me?" 
So, like, I was getting worried about you. So, and we always talk about a VR experience, and I think that's this is something that's very key because a lot of the great games and stuff we've done on the VR, you got to be there, you got to experience it, the plank, the whale, all that kind of stuff. But with this one, you've watched Batman movies, I've read the comics, and I've played the games. But even with all that uh, immersion, this was a whole different experience as well. This was What's, something else. Um, is it because of the, uh, it was the graphics and just... Uh, yeah, because it, it looks so the, good. It's one of the best looking VR ones I've played. And yeah. it's just... Like with that Nightwing scene, the, 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 the way VR works, obviously, is you get depth and you get uh, a relation to what's happening around you. So I'm like, oh, okay, this is how tall Batman is, and this is how tall Nightwing is. And in the real world, that's how high up a building is when they're leaping up, and this is how physical and fast their fights would be. Yeah. And it just makes... It's not like Batman's real guy, and I appreciate him more, but it definitely makes me think, oh, wow, this is a crazy, crazy way of looking at a character I've seen before in a whole new light totally so i really appreciated and, and, that i was like this is this is really cool as a fan to see it in a way i've never ever experienced it before and i think the thing i i love about it is because this actually came to playstation first and a lot of people talked about it said it was one of the best vr experiences i think that's the key thing is it's an experience the funny thing is it's not really a game like you weren't really shooting anyone but no, you, you don't do any fighting or anything. No, I still loved it. Yeah, like I said, if, I know. if you're a Batman fan, this is the best game you're probably ever going to yeah. get. <laughs> like, we've yeah. ever gotten. Um, and I think it's just these these experiences which sell VR more and more. Like, it's just a 45 minute to maybe an hour experience. And, and now these people, everyone that's picked up this Oculus for three ninety nine 99 uh, recently, they're going to be able to experience it. And it's this that pushes the platform further and further and they can so, come check um, us out at the vr podcast big time and we, we're uh, not actually the vr it. podcast i think that's a real thing just in case someone sues us or something i don't know if that's a thing. well yeah. they can they can try i guess i can say so, vr i can't say with the oculus podcast because then we're definitely getting sued if they sue us just make it for more than 2.4 billion yeah i just want to be in be in the headlines for <laughs> being google so. biggest ever then, um, podcast fine <laughs> And then uh, I'll be doing a Batman VR one as well. It's supposed to be a, a short experience. Um, so I'll be recording myself trying that because uh, we have uh, our Spider-Man commentary and you'll also have our review of the new film. So it's just fitting that we'll have the VR experience as well because that's what a lot of studios are starting to do. So I know that Alien had um, had their one uh, and then we've also got Batman, but that wasn't with any film in particular. you got Spider-Man, and then um, apparently the guys from District Nine they want to do something uh, with VR. Uh, Ghost in the Shell did something with VR, and then uh, they actually just announced today at Comic Con that Legion, you know, the Legion, the TV show. Oh yeah. Uh, they are doing a VR experience, and it's going to be at Comic Con. So. Yeah, Comic Con's coming up too. We'll be talking about that next that week. Is, yeah. That's going to be next two week. Weeks, yeah. Two weeks. Twenty seventh. Uh, is it two weeks? Oh, three okay. weeks. I the end of the month. Week, Twenty-seven. Okay. But yeah, that's, that pretty much wraps up games. Uh, Although I didn't mention, fun, I mentioned at the top of the that. episode uh, that you're on Twitch, or we're on Twitch. Yes. Rant and Bollocks is on yeah. Twitch. So if you want to see Al playing Battlegrounds and 
Bandicoot and I don't know. Can VR go on Twitch? Maybe, um, maybe not. You, you we'll figure it out. Technically, yeah, yeah, you you can do. Um, I, I'll make a promise and I'll uh, Twitch myself every time <laughs> I <laughs> Twitch myself. I'm just I'm just coming up with phrases every fucking episode. This week, Twitch myself. This, <laughs> twitching myself this week on Battlegrounds. I'll uh, I'll Twitch uh, every time I play. For, Every yeah. time uh, I play from now on, so uh, so you'll be able to see uh, see me. Um, I guess I'll uh, I'll do some audio with it as well. So well, you uh, have to. That's yeah. that's why people tune in, Alex. You're that's why people. You're tune a podcast in, wonder just... kid, a wonder of the web, <laughs> yeah. on the official VR podcast, not associated with Oculus. Ding! Take it off the shelves. Take it off the shelves. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. So yeah, some movies, man. Um, What's what's uh, what's happening? Well, we got a bunch of stuff to talk about, so let's just get through all the other crap. Uh, sure. Stranger Things that's coming back October twenty seventh. That's not crap. That's good. Yeah, apparently uh, there was a poster today, and it had very big Stephen King vibes to it. Yeah, a big monster over uh, Hawkins, the little town that mm. they live in. So that's good. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Are you a big fan of Stranger Things? I never asked you. I don't think. Uh, actually, yeah, we, um, me and my wife, uh, both watched the show and absolutely loved it. Um, yeah. It's rare that we watch something and we both really enjoy it. And uh, also, it's, it's she's rare not that you spend time together, really, isn't it? To be honest, yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, like I still, uh, I still don't even think that's her name. So, no, and she yeah. doesn't even like fish. So why you're hanging out, I don't know. I, I really don't know. Yeah. So the other piece of news, fish. obviously, people talked about. I'm just rushing through this because it's happened. People have probably talked about it. The Han Solo yeah, yeah. movie lost its directors. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so Ron Howard stepped what's your, in. What's your view on that? Is that are they in trouble? I didn't give a shit. I don't. I don't even want to see the Han Solo movie. I honestly, unless you really want to see it for the sake of the podcast, I'm like, I don't care about that part couldn't of Star give Wars. A fucking yeah, balls I about. Yeah, it. I don't give a shit. I want to see new Star Wars, and I want to see exactly. We got eight coming out, and then we got nine. And after nine, yeah. when they're invariably going to make 10, 11, 12, just, I hope they don't make it with Ray. I'm sick of the Skywalkers. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I just want to see something else happening. Like, you have, it's a, it's a whole different thing. We'll have to do an episode on Star Wars, I think. Sure. Yeah, but, actually, I think that's fair. It deserves an episode of just talking and shite and all that lot. Yeah, but in terms of Hansel, I don't give a shit. Uh, Lord and Miller are good. Like, I like, I love the Lego movie, and Jump Street's a good fun. Sure. But they had lots of problems yep. with the producer, and they weren't fitting in. So. Right, right. All that says to me is that the Han Solo movie is going to be fine, and it's going to be just like Rogue One, or it's just going to be like any other mm. kind of Star Warsy film. Sure. I'm like. Ugh. You know, maybe try something different, but fuck it. Couldn't give a shit. I'm not a huge Star. I'm not a huge Star Wars fan. I did enjoy Rogue <coughs> One. I, I liked how dark dark it was, but uh, I'm just like, uh, yeah, I'm, I I don't give two shites about it. But I would like to do a podcast just solely on it, so that we can talk more about it. Yeah, yeah. for sure. That'll be that'll be a long ass one because there's there's a lot of Star Wars out there. There is indeed. Um, on the there is one piece of news on that. Um, Han Solo film that would make me a little bit worried is that the uh, what's his name Alden uh, Alden Elgin Greich Elden Reich sorry I'm butchering his okay. name but I don't give a fuck about him the actor <laughs> the actor is playing Han Solo there's rumors that he's not doing a good job oh really 
Which is weird because the film we're going to talk about in a minute, the actor who was in that was also for the role of Han Solo and didn't get it. And I think he is a good actor. And on to actors. Look at me. I'm segueing like a fucking serpent down a sleek, silky street. The greatest actor of all time. (laughs) Daniel Day-Lewis is retiring. He has retired until he he comes out of retirement. Until he comes out of retirement again, yeah. He's doing. No, yeah, a, I heard that he's as well. doing a movie yeah. with uh, Paul Thomas Anderson. Uh, we talked about it at the start of the year. He's playing a a fashion designer in like the nineteen fifties who does like clothes for the aristocracy. So it doesn't sure. it doesn't sound incredibly interesting? But I'm like, I love those guys to get. There will be blood is one of my favorite films, and it's Daniel Day yeah, Lewis, yeah, yeah. so he's probably going to win an Oscar again. The, the man. So what you're trying the, to say is that they ma- they made him quit. Yeah, so. the man could play a shoe, and he'd probably get nominated. He's just that good. <laughs> the man can play a shoe. Um, is he from like your hometown or something? He's from. He's Irish English. Yeah, I think he has an Irish passport. He lives in Ireland, and he has a house in thing. Uh, one of okay. one of his parents is British, but he claim okay. he's claims Irish, as far as I understand it. Yeah, he doesn't, he doesn't live too far from, from me. So. Actually, he lives in the mountains. Okay, you're stalking him. I see. Okay. <laughs> and then there's something the last piece before we get into the reviews well I've i want to go back to, as well, oh okay so well yeah don't but, forget that i'm part of this podcast as well so sorry who are you i don't know i think I, it's the wrong number yeah yeah sorry mate hang on uh yeah hang on i'll get my dad he'll talk to you <laughs> <laughs> no the piece of shit you probably got this on your list too i don't know if it's a piece of shit it's just it's rubbed me the wrong <laughs> way piece of shit it's, if i'm calling it a piece of shit it's probably not a good sign if that's the first thing out of my mouth is that Jumanji trailer for Welcome to the Jungle? Oh, God, fuck. Yeah. Um, okay, so it's not just God. me. It's not just me. I don't think I've ever had a reaction like that. God, fuck. Yeah. Um, so my first reaction <laughs> yeah. is that piece of shit, and you, you're God fucking it. So I don't think either <laughs> of us are sold on it. No, not... not I, I watched it again. Uh, it was on, I think, during uh, Spider-Man Homecoming while we were watching that film. Yeah, it uh, came on I again, think- and I was still like... Uh, Christ. What really bugged me about it was that why didn't they just keep it to a game board? Why did they have to bring it to a computer game? It, it that really bugged me. Um, I, I know it's like oh, it's 2017, but board games still fucking exist. So and that was yeah. That was the, the, first the world you've set up is it's a board game that's been like ancient board game, like a board game that's been played for hundreds of years, if not thousands of years. Yeah, yeah. So it's that just, yeah, wasn't. Fuck wasn't the best and then like what happens if someone just... comes in and pulls the plug are they all dead I know. they're all just stuck in there aren't yeah. they i mean uh, what what happens if it was the the fucking mini nes like the controllers the cords and everything <laughs> <like>. <laughs> yeah how, how do you get um, four controllers on that thing it's uh, back in the, the old days you only had two controllers bullshit that's that's actually another big floor yeah there you go but in terms of the actual film, it just it does not look enjoyable. It just looked like absolute cheese balls. Like it looked like a macaroni salad. It yeah. just it wasn't good at all. Um, like uh, for maybe a younger audience, possibly. But I just think they butchered the great memory of the original film. Yeah. Uh, but we haven't seen the actual thing yet, so I don't know. But I could already tell you right now, I don't think that's going to review very well. Yeah, I've said this to you now about The Rock in that he he's taken very generic, safe ideas. Like, he's just playing the likable lug kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. And all his movies are all 
five out of ten. If not yes. worse. Like I know, I know Central Intelligence, Baywatch, uh, Jumanji Now, San Andreas, Rampage he's shooting at the moment, Skyscraper he's shooting in China after. And I'm just like The only one that he does the the only one he does like uh decently is the Fast and Furious, like Hobbs. He's good as as Hobbs. But even then that's like still like very kind of generic action. Yeah, and they took Hobbs from being like the the very interesting character and in, not very interesting. Hang on, whoa, slow down. It's Fast and Furious. <laughs> See what I did there? Jokes. <laughs> oh. In five, Hobbs is like this really angry, pissed off cop, and now like in Fate, whatever it is, eight, he's like this dad who goes to soccer games with his kids. With his yeah, daughter. I know, so, I know. And I'm just like he kind of lost the this angry big huge hulking monster man yeah yeah but yeah i'm not excited for jumanji and it just it rubbed me the wrong way if even without the whole connection to the classic which we grew up on that's still there like that film's not going away but it's like this film was everything that's wrong with films now it's not jumanji they changed the board game they changed the way the world works the rules of the universe they stuck yeah exactly they stuck a pop song over the whole thing and then they just showed a bunch of random action and it's like not loving it lads I feel like it's just just I know, looks boring I, I, as boring generic I feel like shit they, I feel like they had a list um, like, and they just had to tick items off and they were like yep okay uh, you know pop music uh, okay like uh, The Rock or you know having and then having some comedy in there let's get Kevin Johnson and then it's just like Kevin Hart sorry Kevin Johnson and then um uh, just ticking everything off. We need to have a couple of hot ladies. Tick, tick, you know, and this and that. And it's just like, what the hell, you know? It's just very generic, and that's not what people want to see these days. You like, you can't make a movie that way. So, well, yeah, you can that... sometimes, but uh, I. It's I a very safe way of making off. a movie. I don't want it to pay off because I don't want to see more of that. It's like the Transformers. Like we've had enough of that shite. Stop with it. Uh, and as far as I hear, they're not doing. Or I know Mark Wahlberg's not doing another uh, Transformers. Yeah, but, what the, uh, it, they're not going to throw yeah. away the money off that. But maybe they'll make good they'll, ones now that Michael Bay is pissed off. Possibly, yeah. So, but... Um, uh, What's actually, on your one list? Thing, cause, well, uh, this is just a little segue, just because we were talking about The Rock. Two things, uh, Fast and Furious, the new one, I heard it has potential it might go to space. <laughs> That's fucking insane. So the new one might go to space somehow. That's nuts. And then The Rock um, today, which you'll probably be hearing this tomorrow or in a couple of days, is officially filed for uh, president uh, presidency. Oh, I saw that just before we were chatting. Yeah. So uh, he hasn't like put that on his social media or anything, but the the papers are going through. So I think that's his way of saying like I might as well prepare for it. And if I do actually want to do it, then you know I can. You know, it, it's there. You know. Well, if he so, runs, that's... I'm going to move to America. I'm going to get myself a, <laughs> a citizenship, and I'm going to vote for the man. No, oh, he's an absolute legend. So yeah. um, I don't, I don't know how much he knows about politics, but I'd rather have a fucking fish. Well, uh, the, fish the, the world we're living in now, in yeah, you don't need to know yeah. shit about politics to be a politician. You're completely right. So, um, a couple of other little things I'll just mention before we get into the thing. Um, uh, what was it? MI6, uh, Mission Impossible. is 6, isn't it? Or 7? Yeah, MI6. 
MI6. Uh, they just finished shooting. I didn't realise, but they were shooting in New Zealand. So uh, they just wrapped up some shot, uh, some shoots in New Zealand. So sounds like that's going pretty well. Uh, and then um, I heard a rumour that we are I going like to see. And I'm super really. I know you, that's why I mentioned it because you're a big, uh, big Mission Impossible guy. Uh, while we're on the subject of that, uh, Mission Impossible versus James Bond. I uh, who what. Well, which way do you sway? Ooh. Because a lot of people do compare oh, those films. James Bond news. I just, I saw this like a couple of hours ago. The James Bond news is talking, Daniel Craig is coming back. I heard that as well. Yeah. So yeah. he's 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 going to do another one, which I'm happy about because yeah. I'd rather see him do another one than just reboot. Well, not reboot, but you know, a new guy, unless it's Idris. Yeah, but there's also Idris, the rumor that so. it's going to be. Um, Oh, Christopher Nolan is in talks to direct it. I don't think he would, Ooh. but maybe he would. That would be that would be. He did Batman, awesome. so yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be awesome. Uh, and then uh, Infinity War trailer this weekend, mate. What? That's it's coming the, out this weekend. That's the rumor. Oh, that's the, because that's of Comic Con, yeah. Yeah, so that's the rumor. Uh, gonna super looking forward to that. Obviously, I think everyone is. Well, um, I'm only gonna look at one trailer, so this one better be good. Yeah. We're, we're, lastly, we're the one trailer podcast, so if you guys see the second trailer in a movie, we're not going to talk about it. We're not gonna. We're not gonna watch it. Yeah, we've like you've ruined the trailers for me in a good way. Though. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't want to see them. So, and same with uh, Leah as well. She she won't do that. She won't watch one. Um, and then lastly, a- Alien Covenant. They've uh, announced that it's going to have twenty minutes of deleted footage on the yeah, DVD. Yeah, that's so, going to be. Looking forward to seeing kind of what they cut out, why they cut it out, and when you do watch it with the twenty minutes, does it make it a better film? And we'll we'll do that in our uh, uh, commentary of the film and see if it's any better. Yeah, so. we'll definitely have to do a commentary on that because Jesus, that film's a divisive film. <laughs> it's it's yeah yeah mixed mixed feelings across the board for sure. I think so. I think the way we put it was that I'd recommend Prometheus to watch, but I wouldn't recommend Covenant. Oh yeah, yeah. But then again, um, you were saying there's people who didn't like Prometheus who did like Covenant. I know it's like it's it's just a mixed group of people because people wanted to see more Alien, they wanted to see more horror, and they saw that I guess at the end of it. But I feel like at the end of uh, Covenant, they just threw literally that segment in just because just to please people, and and then also at the very end, spoiler, um, you know, with David uh, <coughs> creating them and stuff like kind of messes up the timeline but um have a listen to our uh our, our review of uh, covenant uh we talk about it but uh in depth yeah, yeah so well you know um you know a bit more about this side of things so 20 minutes of deleted footage is that correct me if i'm wrong but that's quite a lot isn't it that's a lot to have finished footage yeah i would uh, like what's what's going on there like i mean why wouldn't it well, the same thing happened on the... uh prometheus like I think it's a lot of Ridley Scott gets whatever he wants. So mm-hmm. he will go out, he will shoot the script as it is. He, he'll he just shoot day to day. You know, you're kind of in the sure. grind, you're not paying attention. And then when you sure. get into the editing room, he's like, I don't want that. I don't want that. And I don't want that. And it doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't matter like how much it costs or whether it plays into different ideas. He's just like, no, get rid of it. Like we talked about this on the Prometheus commentary, that his main focus for editing that was pacing, that it was always moving, always pushing forward. 
And the film right, does do right. that. The film's always rolling along. But then you end up in weird moments where you're like, why is, why is that happening? Why is that happening? Mm. And I think that might be the same case here. Like he, he's, he hasn't changed. He's not a different director than when he directed that film. No, he's not. I mean, technically, like, yeah, I guess Prometheus didn't do too well. I know Covenant didn't do very well because they're not doing another one. But he's one of those directors where it's just like, what I say goes and don't question it. <laughs> yeah. So. And when he gets it right, it's great. And when he doesn't get it right, you're kind of like, oh, could have been better if someone yeah. had just stepped up and said, uh, really stop. Totally. Um, yeah, I, get, I think that's that's pretty much what I had on my list uh, for good old movies. All right, folks, that's it for this week. Goodbye. We're not. We didn't watch anything. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we did. Oh, we, we did. did. We had a good week of movies. Finally, after yeah. all this shite we've had to sit through. We saw uh, Baby Driver and we saw Spider-Man: Homecoming. Um, do you want to start with Baby Driver? Uh, baby Driver, because I had a bit more time to sit on it. B-A-B-Y, yeah, yeah, yeah. Baby. I'll let you kick it off, but... Um, yeah, I'll just let you kick it off. As with all our chats about these things, it's spoilers from the beginning. So his name is Baby, but that's not really his name. Uh, <laughs> it's a it's a really good, fun film. Now that I've had time to sit on it, um, I think it's got great reviews, which is good. I love Edgar yeah. Wright's movies. It's not quite as good as his other movies. Right. But it's still better than 95% of what Hollywood's making. It's original. It's not a <laughs> sequel. It's not a reboot. It's not a reimagining. It's, yeah, his, yeah. it's his movie. It costs like yeah. $35 million to make. It's already made, I think, $80 million. That's good. That's so, good. like, it's the kind of movie I want to see more of. You know what I love about that? Uh, I didn't know the budget on it, so thirty-five million. Because I looked up the budget on the new Spider-Man, and it's one hundred and eighty million. So yeah. it's just like we literally went and saw like two like opposite films, almost. You know, like budget-wise. Yeah, but it, you don't see but, yeah. any budget problems with it. Um, no, no, not not at all, not at all. I I definitely see Edgar Wright's gotten better as a filmmaker. He's gotten bigger as a filmmaker. There, Yep, yep. There's a there's a lot of things I might complain about in this film, but overall, before anyone gets any the wrong impression, it's a great film. It's mm. fun. It flies by, and everybody does a great job, and all the actors are top notch. I just I thought it was brilliant, and compared to the other shite that comes out, it's steps steps ahead of them, streets ahead. Yeah, I think I was trying to. I was trying to think of a summary for it as well, and I like I like what you said. With you know, it's just so much better than what Hollywood's just pumping out the shite they're pumping out. Like they're Jumanji's, they're pump, pump, uh, pumping yeah, exactly, out and all that yeah. lot. So um, the thing about this film for me was I would not normally go see this kind of film in uh, cinema. I would wait for a DVD, um, and then you, I know you'd be raving on about it, but it was Edgar Wright that that brought me in, and then also I f- it. It had like a vibe to it, and the trailers, and just like the the talk and the press around it, and everyone was just speaking so highly of it. I was like, I, I actually want to go see this, you know. So, um, and then like, yeah, it, uh, it's unique. It's just it's different. It's original. It's not oh this is gonna happen or oh they're playing that that soundtrack because I think the one of the big things about it was the whole music and the guy listening to the music and uh, every time like the film was like. <laughs> in a way like a musical wasn't it 
It was. Uh, I, I remember I, the start scene with that whole um, the the first the first maybe ten minutes of it. Yeah, I was on board when he's sitting in the car. He's waiting for the the heist, and he's singing along, yeah. and the the wipers are going. Yeah, and then there's the second scene where he's going through the streets, and if you're paying attention to the background, the lyrics for the song he's listening to is on the graffiti or on the posters or whatever. And I thought, yeah, yeah. oh, this is this is awesome. This is this is a film that knows it's a film and it's having fun with it. And it's going to be great. And it was great. And it's clearly a movie that knows it's a movie because a lot of the characters are, you know, stereotypes. There's the there's the waitress and then the two of them fall in love after just one meeting. Mm. And there's yeah. a lot of old Hollywood classic tropes in there. You got the, the crazy bad guy. You got the bad guy with a good heart. You got the, the boss man. You got the the couple. You got all that kind of stuff. It's a chase movie. It's a... You know, he's got one last job to do. There's all those cliches and totally. stereotypes in there. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But that opening scenes with like it was like a musical. I wish mm. the movie had it been more like that. Oh yeah, okay, okay. Because it kind of turned into not a regular film, but the music just sort of played in the background after that. You know what I mean? I I 100% know what you mean uh, because <clears throat> as soon as it, as soon as it opened up like that, it actually started, it it worried me a little bit because I was like, oh, am I really in the mood for this? But then they got me as soon as like the action came in and how the music worked with it. But yeah, I I do agree. The music after that first scene when it came in again, it was secondary. It, like in that scene, it was with the scene and it was like yeah, that was what he meant to do. But then the second the second time they did it, I was like, oh, it's it's definitely a secondary thing, um, but uh, but still, like uh, like the effort of just like trying that is is I, I appreciate yeah. the uh, originality of it, you know. Yeah, I love that big one shot. It was it was just like um, well, that's kind of what Edgar Wright's known for. He did the in Shaun of the Dead, and those kind totally. of shit. yeah. So I was like, ah, oh, yes, he's 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 on board, or everyone else is on board with him, and he can do what he wants. But he didn't quite go as crazy on this you know there's one thing um i did i loved it i really did um i uh i don't know it's it's everyone's different but like i say with guardians i can't wait like right now i um i looked up guardians 2 uh, like t- today because i'm anxious to see when that comes out on dvd because i really want to watch it they actually announced the dvd date today as well it's august 22nd but um so i'm like that's how anxious I am to watch that movie again. With this one, um, I loved it, and I, I'm glad I saw it in the cinema, but I'm not in any rush to see it again, I have to say. Yeah. Like, um, I'll watch it in a, a year or in six months or whatever if it's on, but I'm not in any rush to uh, buy the DVD and go and watch it again. Like, I've seen it, and it was great, a good experience, and original. But uh, that's, yeah, that's just one thing I have to say. It's like, and if... And I saw it, and I went to work, and everyone was like, "Oh, how was it?" I was like, "Oh, it's great. I think you'll like it." But then there's only certain people I know would like it, and there's certain people I know that probably wouldn't like it as much. So, right. I think because because it's hard it's hard to sell it um, when you say, "Oh, it's Edgar Wright, the guy that did Shaun of the Dead and Hot Fuzz," because it's not really like those films. No, that's a, yeah, it's, it doesn't hit that. But that's what I mean. Like he's growing, he's hitting a wider audience. But totally, yeah, he's kind of sacrificed like a little bit. That's the, yeah, like you're right. It's a wider audience, but it's not those films that 
we love and he's known for. Sure, and I and I don't expect it to be like those films either. But it's just I do. Um, I guess that's my problem. I kind of. I, I oh, think, do you? Well, it's just it, I would have liked a bit of heart in it. I don't think there was. There was never a moment where it really got me. Like there was a scene where right. he um, obviously spoilers. He takes the the deaf uh, care his guardian. He drops him off. Sure. That scene didn't get me. The scene when he's in the in the car and he his mother's tape is playing, like that that seemed oh, very yeah, yeah. reminiscent of um, Guardians of the Galaxy. And this will probably get compared to yeah. that a lot. But it's like it's his yeah, mother. Yeah, yeah. It's the tape that like they've talked about that tape a lot, shown yeah. it a lot, and then he's listening to it yeah. and it's like didn't didn't resonate with me. And then yeah, finally yeah. when. He gets out of prison. Again, it just didn't. It didn't make me feel quite as much as I would have liked to have felt. Like you know. It's no, I know what you mean. Um, there was only a couple of scenes that got me. The the care his carer a little bit, um, uh, and then um, yeah, the whole uh, prison at the end uh, didn't connect for me. Like it was too, uh, like a bit too much of a happy ending. Like he. Like I know they had to show that he had to do his time and stuff, but yeah. uh, him just coming out and then having that happy ending was a bit, a little bit odd. Well, I me. didn't mind the happy ending in the sense of the film's stylized. Like when the two of them fall in love, it's nearly straight away, let's fall in love and then oh let's run away together. Like yeah. it, it's not real world love to me. That's old Hollywood movies. Yeah, it, sure. Just sure. like just like everybody, you know, you got bats, you got Buddy, you got brains like kevin spacey they're all great mm. but they're not real characters you know what i mean yeah 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 like they'll talk in that kind of way that real people don't talk that that kind of quick quick jiving 40s 50s banter and they're they're stereotypes yeah. but they're updated and they're cool and then there's funny bits in it and everything that makes them a little bit more rounded and less uh that w- solid or whatever that bit. not solid uh p- boring plain yeah, no, that that makes sense. I, I I know what you mean. As in, like the the ending would go go. It kind of fits with that stylized uh, film, I guess. Yeah, and they even um, they even do it like in the fifties style. Like she's sitting there on the fifties Corvette or whatever, and then later on it, it fades from black and white into color and all that. I like the connection of uh, the main dude and the and well, baby and and the girl. What's the girl's name again? Uh, oh crap! So, not Diana. Not Sarah. Greta. It was a while. Oh, it was crap. like two weeks ago. Brenda. No. Barbara. Br- no. Barbara. Crap. There's all the <laughs> stuff. Everyone's shouting now. Oh, guys, you didn't see They're it. Like, no, we did see it. Um, I did. Anyway, I did like the connection of those two. I felt that pretty pretty nicely. I thought it was pretty good. Uh, him asking her out at the diner. and Deborah, she, wasn't it? Like, Deborah. It could. I think it might be Deborah, actually. Yeah. That's a very kind of diner name, isn't it? Because it's um, named after song. They have her song. Ah, uh, I think yeah, 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 you're right, you're right. Um, I definitely, uh, definitely got really good uh, connection of those guys, and also just the film in general, especially when they were in a diner. For me, was like it had a really kind of cool vibe to it. I don't know, it's hard to explain what it was. I don't know if it's just the way it was shot or the music or something, but it, it had a very unique vibe to it. 
um, just even when they were talking and stuff like that. Yeah, so I, I think I, if you I, tune I, in I with that, that, yeah, if you tune in with that vibe and you like it, then you'll like the movie. Mm. If if you can't buy totally. that moment, then you're kind of not going to yeah. get any of it. Yeah, I I, I I agree. Someone might be in just to see. Oh, he's <laughs> like an an action film. Oh, he can drive really well. Oh, it's got Jamie Fox. It's like no, it's not really about that. You need to no. you need to fill the other. You need to fill the other elements. And it's um, funny. Like, was it, two, it's a very funny film. Well, I was just going to say one of the funniest moments for me was the masks. You know when uh, oh, when he yeah. asked him to buy the, when he asked him to buy the masks and um, uh, and he got the the wrong ones. What was it? Uh, which ones did he ask him to get again? He said, "Get uh, them. Uh, get the Halloween masks." And then yeah, he and gets was... Mike Myers, and it's like, no, not Austin Powers, Michael Myers <laughs> from Halloween. Yeah, yeah. That was bloody hilarious. He's like, this that, is that this is Mike Myers. It's like, no, the dude from Halloween. Ah, oh, you mean Jason? <laughs> no. Yeah. Yeah, and they both no. I think um, I think my favorite joke was just a small joke where, um, Baby just keeps quoting Monsters Inc. And then Kevin Spacey just calls him, and he's just like, "Look, that's from Mo- that's from Monsters Inc. So stop saying that shit to me, okay?" It yeah, yeah, pisses me off. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, he's like, "Hey, bloody well is, isn't it?" Yeah. yeah. Um, what was it? The the one scene that kind of threw me off a little bit was Kevin Spacey when he decided to kind of help him. Again, spoilers, but you yeah. know, in the lift in the elevator, you know, so in the elevator, it goes your your debt's paid or whatever, and it's like it's never paid or I don't know. Or he's like two two timing him, and then he like gets the shotgun and he goes run, you know, run kid or whatever. Yeah. And it's like for me, that was a real kind of very quick turn of events of him becoming like his best buddy and then actually sacrificing his life. Um, I was a little confused by that, but then I kind of went rolled with it because the film was a bit quirky so i was okay with that but um yeah i think i, definitely... it, I think there needed to be a scene that kind of i don't i don't know if that stuck out to you at all no or no because you, you 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 kind of analyze these things a little bit more in detail like I he did he did, he did bit... say that one line he says um i was in love once mm. so i kind of get that but uh, he's yeah. just basically I think Kevin Spacey and, and, like, okay. and I think him and Baby needed to have one more scene together. Yeah, because every scene that yeah. they have, it's kind of, it's either they're planning a heist, or it's kind of ominous. Sure. Where he's like, "Well, baby, I don't have to threaten you, do I? You're gonna come around tomorrow." And he's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." Because yeah, like he did screw up a job. I didn't see that coming. Hmm. The the bank robbery, when Baby's in the no, car. No, I know. And then he just decides to just floor it and just puts the fucking oh. girders through the windscreen. That was pretty. Uh, that was pretty tense with that woman, and then suddenly the police officer, and he's like, "Oh god," you know. And then also, yeah, ha- um, uh, big uh, clap for John Hamm. What he did a great job in that, didn't he? Oh yeah, he's he completely like you think John Hamm. Oh, I've seen him in Mad Men. Like he just he's straight Man. away. He's just he's likable but dangerous. Like I was like kind of liking Jamie Fox. I was like, yeah, he's pretty good. He's he's working it well. But I was like, John Hamm on another level. Like, really did a good job. Like, yeah. he's a proper fucking maniac. And I also, so. um, yeah. What did you think about Baby uh, Ansel Elgort? Um, yeah, actually, because I mentioned I him earlier, really cool. he was up for Han Solo. I think he would have been a good Han Solo. Uh, yeah, I don't know a lot about him. What other films has he done? I've, I've, I know I, um, nothing I think- else he's done. We're useless okay, at this. Well, it's not our job. We don't know anything. Yeah. 
you'd think we'd have a device that could check it up, but we've turned them off for twelve hours. So. <laughs> uh, but um, I know he hasn't done a uh, lot of film. He's not a big film guy. I th- I thought I loved that we don't know who he is. I love that. Um, I love that mm-hmm. he he was quirky for sure, and he fit the film perfectly. Um, so yeah, like I like yeah, I thought he was great. I I I didn't want to see some famous actor doing it, but uh, yeah, I thought he did a great job of it. Um, that's 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 all I have to say there. Yeah, it's just a great. I like that the character wasn't he he wasn't a hero either. You know what I mean? No, yeah, he wasn't your t- your was, cliche whatever. He, yeah, he was kind of like sometimes he didn't know what to do sometimes, and other times he was kind of an annoying prick, and other times. Well, it's like was, with him. Yeah, with him just driving in the back of that uh, car, like he uh, the van or whatever, he like panicked. You know, he was properly panicking there, and he was trying to look after his, you know, his carer and stuff, and then. When they came in and took him away, he was like, "Shit, shit, shit! What do I do?" And then Kevin Spacey had him in like a tight grip, so he's just like, "What? You know, how how do I get out of this?" But then he also like oozed with confidence with the car and the driving and all that, like you know. Yeah, he's in um, Divergent and The Fault in Our Stars. He's in those films, so there. Oh, I actually I know him in uh, in Divergent. I know him in that. So. Yeah. so there you go. But yeah, I liked him. I liked what he did with it. Or I like yeah. the character and I like Ansel Elgort. Like some people like, oh, I wasn't likable. And I was like, I kind of wanted that. I wanted a kid who, like, he is a kid. He's a punk kid who was stealing yeah. cars. Yeah, yeah. Like he didn't start off as like this hard look case. He got in trouble because he stole Kevin Spacey's car and then burnt it or whatever. Yeah, exactly. So I was like, I didn't want him to be like this. Oh, everything's good and nice. But what I will say that I did like was, even though there was no emotional punch to the jailhouse, I really liked that Edgar Wright didn't let them get away. Mm, okay. You know, it was a twist on, it wasn't a twist so much as a lot of noir crime movies do end with the guy ending up in prison. But for this, yeah. it was like, they don't drive off into the sunset. He doesn't do a great big chase skid thing off it's like no he gives himself up and he goes to prison crime doesn't pay it was like that kind of thing of like no no you don't get to walk away from all this shit he's killed people he's a murderer yeah i was thinking the same thing as well like the fact that they showed that scene and him in prison and then they showed the after as well was a nice little addition because they didn't have to do that so. yeah like they could have just gone the, the the cheesy hollywood route of he gets to the bridge and then he floors it and he gets past him and they drive off happy and free yeah and i was like oh yeah. no no i was half i was half expecting that to be yeah honest. so was i and then edgar wright he just decided you know what no that's not the way the world works i can't exactly, I, yeah. I can't be a guy who shows a, like because he kills jamie fox he kills john ham yeah you know he he's a murderer and as much as he's doing it to protect himself there has to be some consequences yeah 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 and yeah, I like that. The other thing I would say that I disliked, and again, I liked the film. I thought it was great. So we're just kind of mm. like picking at it now in like little bits. Totally, is, yeah. Is that the the car chase at the start is the best one? Yes, it is by by far as well. Like yeah, it's, they, yeah. They they actually I I noticed that as well. The rest of the car scenes aren't as elaborate or as long or or anything like that. Yeah, I I noticed that big time. So for anybody who's listened to all our spoiler review of it, <laughs> is there anything else you <laughs> want to add before we give our recommendation to go see it or not? 
Um, I think that takes off everything. Yeah, that takes off everything that was on my list. I wanted to talk about it, and I think you know you said it at the beginning. Uh, it's not that the shite that Hollywood's pumping out. It is unique. Uh, it does have that little bit of special special sauce in, in it. Yeah. It's not like Hot Fuzz or Shaun of the Dead, but um, but it's still uh, it's still a great movie and. I think if I was going to rate it, I'd probably give it a seven and a half. Yeah. I think myself. the yeah. way I rate the movies is that would I take anything out? No, nope, I wouldn't take anything out. I would have liked a little bit more in there. Just a little more scenes. Yeah. Kevin Spacey, maybe. Another great driving scene. And uh, a little bit more heart to it just towards the end. Just get that emotional yeah. kick. Yeah, I wouldn't disagree with any of that either. Uh, this is the first film Edgar Wright wrote by himself. Uh, he wrote Sean, Scott Pilgrim with somebody else, and obviously he wrote the Cornetto trilogy with Simon Pegg. So, I'm wondering. Sure. I'm wondering if he's uh, too focused a bit on certain things and missing out on other things. But like I said, possibly I, I would rather take five of these than any other film that Hollywood usually shits out. I I agree, man. I agree. Like I said, I don't. I wouldn't usually see a film like this, but it was oozing like just good quality vibes and uh yeah and reviews and stuff so i was like oh, i'll give it a go and it's making um, good money it's doubled its budget it's probably going to keep making money as it goes overseas so you know big time I, yeah hope, i hope i hope it does well it's yeah. good for edgar and, it, and hopefully it's good for the whole genre people be like oh yeah we can make 30 million dollar films again we don't have to spend 180 <laughs> million dollars yeah i love the budget on it that was great to great to hear that it didn't blow like you know 75 or 100 so that's 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 chump change. Let's go on to the big budget, the big movie, the super big. <laughs> well, one last one last thing we before we do go on to it. Um, I did hear a rumor, and you might know more about it, that they might do another one uh, from the Cornetto trilogy. Do you know? Did you hear anything about that? I haven't heard much except that everyone always asks them, "Will they do another Cornetto trilogy?" Yeah, I think I heard somewhere yeah. that I heard somewhere that they're considering it now. So I don't know. I, I just wanted to mention it just because it's Edgar. But uh, we'll see. We'll see where that goes. Yeah, but yeah. I know. I know some people be like, "Oh, I don't want them to do Cornetto again. I want them to do something new." I like, think it would be something. I, I, w- I would like to see something new, but obviously with Nick Frost and uh, Simon Pegg. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's what I mean. But it's just a case of being yeah, like, yeah. "Oh, they should just do something brand new." Simon Pegg's doing Star Trek or whatever, and I'm like, you know, ten years ago I would have agreed with you, but now I'm at the age where I can understand like, you can make a movie with strangers. Or you can make a movie sure. with your friends that you know you're going to have a great time on. Yeah. And it's like, at some point, you're kind of like, I just want to hang out with my friends and have a good time. Totally. I mean, what was Paul? The hell was Paul? Was that like them just like going off on one? That was Paul's not part of the... No, that was Peg and that's Frost. Not... Yeah, so that's not Cornetto. That wasn't Edgar Wright. That was just Peg and Frost. No. They wrote that. Oh, uh, that was just them doing something weird. Yeah. Okay, okay. I just... Alright, fair enough. Anyway, go. that was off the rails a little bit there, but uh, hopefully we see something. But uh, but yeah, great. Hey, maybe Edgar Wright can movie. do the next Star Trek or something. Hell yeah. That would be insane now that I think about it. That would be a crazy good film. Yeah, that would be great. If, he'd have, uh, Pe- he'd have Peg- time travel and holograms and everything up in that thing. <laughs> Peg's got some good connections, so he can yeah. get him in. Exactly. Star Trek of the Dead. Star Trek of the Dead. I gotta cough again. <coughs> You're dying. So let's get on to the big film. 
The huge film. The film the of 100. The 180 million. Sorry, I can't help. So we, whenever we say we go and see a film, uh, we usually see it separate because we can't stand each other. That's Uh, true. But we did go see this one uh, together. We were sitting next to each other by accident. Yeah. Paul got Skittles and I got um, M and M's. I say I got them, but my wife got them and I (laughs) stole them off her. But Stole my um, too, you prick. <laughs> what What did you think, man? What was your uh, What was your thoughts? It might be fresh in my brain, and if anybody is here coming to hear me bitch about it or to see if I reverse my stance of being a Marvel fanboy, you're not going to get it because I adored this <laughs> film. I thought it was fantastic. Yeah. You you um you raved about it more than I thought you would actually. Yeah, you I just really uh, fuck, you really fucking enjoyed it. Either was the, either was the mood I was in, or just it caught me at the right time, or whatever it is. Sure. For where I'm at, because we only saw it on the weekend, like two days ago. So I'm yeah, still yeah. I'm still buzzing off it, and I'm like I haven't had a chance to come down or see anything wrong with it. So sure, I don't think I'm gonna have anything to do to like put put the boot into this film because I'm like no, nope, that was that was everything I wanted and more. It was just brilliant yeah I've written I, down I think like actually a- now that I think about it, it might have had something to do with the fact that that morning we watched Amazing Spider-Man 2 <laughs> that's true actually that that you know, like it couldn't get much worse than that at all so. yeah like you said it was night and day it was you couldn't get two different types of films I know and that one and the funny thing is the one that we just watched uh, Amazing Spider-Man 2 was 200 million so it was 20 million more than this one and yeah. these guys did 10 times more but uh yeah and the commentary we did admit, on that it was the film was so bad it broke our equipment that's how bad the commentary for my, that yeah, was for, for us so, for, for some reason my laptop just started heating up um it wanted paul to started, die that's what i did it wanted paul, to die paul stopped recording uh the last 20 minutes it was just like nah fuck this i can't can't be bothered no i'm going home uh, now, but yeah it. like it, it did the equivalent of literally just dropped the mic going home so it's just like <laughs> I'm done. I'm done here. But um, yeah, I've written down some notes, and actually they're all positive. Like I, there was a few few little uh, niggly things, but uh, like I have to agree. I, I um, Marvel just do a great job. Um, for me, they just do a great job of making their films different as well. Like it wasn't it wasn't a Thor or it wasn't a Captain America. Um, it was like a proper true to the Spider Man story like he's a he's a kid he's a kid in the film and they did just a great job of portraying that and like his like when he was in school and the mistakes that he made and then having like iron man as kind of the father figure uh i just thought they did a a great job overall there i liked how when we're talking about amazing spider-man 2 which we will not do after this because it's shit and it doesn't deserve (laughs) to be in the same sentence but it's definitely a case of Amazing Spider-Man 2, it seemed like nobody had watched the first one. Mm. But on this film, they clearly sat, sat down and they said, okay, they did this, 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 and wrong. And they went back to Tobey Maguire and he said, they showed this, this, and this. None of that. We can't have anything. Anything at all. So everything people think they're going to get from a Spider-Man film, they don't get. And everything they should mm. have got, they do get, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. So there's no Uncle Ben dying. There's no saving the world. There's no swinging through skyscrapers in 
Manhattan. Like the, one of my favorite bits is when he's up the the Washington Monument, mm. and then uh, spoiler: the the suit is telling him how high he is. Like you're 550 feet up. He's like, oh Jesus, I've never been and this he, high he's before. Shit in a brick, yeah. Yeah, and I'm like, that's brilliant because usually you see Spider-Man in all the other films. He's swinging from the top of the Empire State Building and he's going all around downtown Manhattan. And this is like, oh yeah. no, he's only he's only a friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. He hasn't gone that high <laughs> yet. Yeah. Um Yeah. Yeah, he um what was I gonna say? The actor that they chose for it as well, like I think he's he's like eighteen or something, but he's in the film what, fifteen? Supposed to be like fifteen. He's supposed or to be a fifteen year old, yeah. Yeah, I just thought they they just because like, he made like some mistakes in the film and stuff, but just I I thought he really brought his A game as well. Just uh, I really felt a connection with it, especially with him in Iron Man as well. Like I definitely saw like even in um, Captain America, uh, no, not uh, Civil War or whatever, when he was introduced there, uh, and you never even saw him. You just saw him behind a mask. Just his voice, you know, and his uh, his swag. I guess you can say that he brings. He's uh, definitely got a good connection with Robert Downey well. Jr. They have a great chemistry the way they play things. Yeah, but um, yeah, going back to that Amazing Spider-Man, when we were watching that... I said, we don't bring it um, up again. <laughs> we're going to bring it up every other <laughs> minute. <laughs> um, just when we were watching it, it was just, for me, it was very kind of cliche and it was very cheesy and like his hair would be dangling in a certain way because you could tell someone was like, oh... You know, make sure that you're facing this direction, and then there was no one in the background in a busy street and things like that. And I just, it was very, very movie set piece. Whereas this one, it's just like your typical Marvel film. It's like brilliantly done, and it didn't have any of that. And I think you could tell, like we, we know these films, and we know that Marvel had a lot of say in it. But um, I think your average Joe could also tell that now when they watch that film, they'll be. I think someone that was to watch that Spider-Man film they would say was this done this was done by sony you know they'd at least question it you know because uh uh all the other films you could just tell like oh yeah this is sony they're just kind of going down the cheesy route oh he's gonna kiss him and all that lot yeah whereas this one it just it had that marvel special source special source is the uh is the word of the uh hashtag special source edgar wright's got it this movie's got it it's awesome oh yeah and how how did we feel about those uh, Avenger uh, Captain Captain America videos? Oh, they were fantastic. It They're... had it had really really funny moments. Like the film, like made us laugh out loud quite quite a lot, didn't it? So I think the film did a great job of making it seem like Spider Man was never not in the MCU. Mm. It like it starts off you see you see the big Chitari invasion, uh, all the tech that the Vulture and his crew were using. It's all Chitauri yeah, tech. Yeah. And then, I really enjoyed actually seeing the Ritari, uh, was it Ritari or Chitari. Chitari. Um you saw some of those big monsters that attacked in Avengers. Yeah. Uh, at, right at the beginning. I loved I loved seeing all of that and then like the uh, the ruins and stuff. I loved that. That was really good. Yeah. And it, it's usually the kind of stuff you don't see in the movies is like, oh, they destroyed the city. What happened next? It's like, oh, that's what happened next. And then Tony Stark yeah. was a prick. He was trying to do the right thing, but he was taking jobs away from real people. And, like, you can understand Adrian Toomes completely mm. from the first scene. Yeah, yeah. You're like, oh, yeah, yeah. well, that kind of makes sense. Like, everything he's saying is true. Tony Stark doesn't give a shit. 
Tony Stark nearly killed everybody. The big guys up the sure. top, they don't care about the little guy. All that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the thing for me that was definitely they thought it was again that point of like they looked at all the other Spider-Man films and they said what have we never seen Spider-Man do let's do that and all the stuff that made me fall in love with this film is the stuff that people won't talk about in terms of it's not the vulture costume which is scary and terrifying and great it's not the Iron Man scenes or the the fairy scenes or the action it's all those little Mm. bits like him not quite sure how to be a superhero he's 15 he just he wants to get out of school so he can be spider-man so he runs out and then like the stuff he's doing around the neighborhood is just like getting people giving them directions to an old lady and uh yeah yeah yeah. getting mistaken for or making the mistake that a guy's trying to rob his car when he's just trying to get the keys out and, yeah. then, and then there's a shouting match and he's just standing in the middle of the street like he's just standing there being like I'm sorry I'm sorry yeah and then, and like when he when he attacks the bank bank robbers and then uh, that gun goes through the uh, goes through like his favorite you know store and then he's like shit I could have killed him yeah and like just just that scene of him thinking like you know I could have died and I could have killed someone else uh, you know like I know I want to step my game up and I want to save the world and stuff but um, just learning those lessons as well we're like yeah. just yeah it all adds up to something uh, pretty awesome like th- he learned so many lessons during that film like even I loved uh, again spoiler uh, you know when he's in the car at the end and his uh, the dad dropped off the door to the prom oh, and then yeah. he and then he, and then he apologizes to him like he said he gets Peter Parker to say like uh, you know, say you're sorry and all that lot, and you'll never yeah. do it again and stuff like that. And then, and, and then, and then he also comes back with, "Cause I will fucking kill you and everyone that you love." You know, little little things like that. It's like powerful words. And uh, after everything, that especially we saw, coming from Michael up, so Keaton, who did a great job. He did a fantastic job, really good. Like I was, uh, when I saw him in the trailer, I was mixed, and then I was like, "That no, 100% really carried the film nicely." And um, can we talk about the the twist? Like, did you see that coming? Um, so, oh yeah, no, um, I did not see that coming. Yeah, yeah, go, go, go ahead. That was one of the, it's got to be one of the first times in the last few years I've been genuinely surprised in a movie where yeah, I, Peter goes up for homecoming, for the homecoming dance, picks up the girl of his dreams, and then it's Adrian Toomes, it's the vulture, is the dad, and I'm like, oh my God. Yeah, so such an awkward, awkward moment. Very, very good. Because funny thing is, um, I would yeah, I was uh, I wasn't thinking it when I was watching it, but now I think about it, it's like, well, where where was the film going to go after that? You know, and like what was going to happen? But yeah, and then as soon as I saw him answer the door, I'm like, oh, this got this got real good. Yeah, <laughs> like so. if if people are listening to our podcast and they've probably watched my YouTube videos, I would say that Marvel have watched my YouTube videos on how to write because I know yeah. nothing, so they've ignored it and they just know what to do. Because everything I talk about is in this movie. The villain makes sense. The hero has to make choices. And the ending is brilliant because the hero doesn't do anything. Mm. You know right at the end when he has to fight the vulture? Right. And like the vulture in this is fantastic. He's like a a human jet engine. He's terrifying. The Mm. first time he beats Spider-Man, he kills him. It takes Iron Man to save him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, this this is a proper 
dangerous motherfucker in this giant huge suit that's clearly able to kill anything he wants and, and he and he's out to kill as well he's like i don't give a fuck that peter parker's 15 i will kill you you know yeah like the only guy he properly kills is by accident he kills uh yeah he kills uh the poor man oh, the guy Tom with the Hardy. gun <laughs> yeah he thought it was he thought it was uh, poor men's Tom Hardy like that. Um, he poor thought it was like Tom the gravity yeah he's like isn't that the anti isn't this the anti gravity gun no it's over there it's like oh yeah yeah I love that you're the shocker now but <laughs> in all seriousness it ends with Peter he stops the plane crash he's a hero but he's not strong enough to beat up the the vulture the vulture right. just gives him a beating down on the beach. And then the yeah, vulture yeah. just loses because he's greedy and, you know, he has to get the crate and all that. And then yeah. Peter shows that he's a hero by saving him. It's not just the case that the film ends because Spider-Man punched the bad guy. He was stronger than the bad guy. The two things yeah, that made yeah, him... Yeah. Actually, there's like... The whole movie is just this great... Pro, not projection, this curve of just showing how much of a hero... Peter Parker is without doing any of the things you expect from a superhero movie. He doesn't mm. save the city. He doesn't rescue the girl. Like there's no girl damsel in distress at the end of this. Everything he does is always making the right choice in a difficult situation. Yeah, yeah. He, you know, he doesn't go out partying. He doesn't use Spider-Man for his own benefit. He doesn't try and get the girl because of his powers. He doesn't reveal his secrets to get anything. And at the end, mm. he saves the guy who was trying to kill him and knows who he is and has threatened to kill his family. Like, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. proper heroic choices. That's what I mean. I can't stress how this is the best Marvel movie I think I've seen. I think it's better than Guardians. That's a bold statement. I know. It's a bold statement. I want to see it again. I don't know. I, I, I do. I definitely want to go see it again. Um, I was saying that as well. Like, like again, you know, Baby Driver is still still a great film, but uh, I'm not in a rush to see it again. This film, like, I'd happily go see it again in the cinema. Um, like a, again, like in the cinema. So I rarely go see films twice there. So that that says a lot as well. So, but um, uh, I just going into the spoiler because I had to look it up. I'm wondering if you looked it up as well. The ending of the film after I don't know if yeah I think it was after the credits. You know when uh, when he's in prison. Yeah, when Tombs is in prison. And yeah. So you know the guy that he talks to. Did you read about like he's got the Scorpio on his neck and he's actually like a a, a separate villain. He's like a big big villain. Oh, he's a, he's, he's um, Gargan, isn't he? The, the yeah, Scorpion. I think that's what they were saying. Yeah. Yeah. And then, but the fact that he didn't give up that he knew peter parker and he knew spider-man was does that mean the vulture's like good and on his side or do you know like, i just think your, it just means your... it's a good character like he he's he's yeah. he's got enough decency that that kid saved his daughter and it saved him mm. and he's not gonna yeah, turn okay, him over. yeah i'm not saying that's gonna yeah, mean he's okay. gonna be a good guy i just like that's what i mean about him being a great villain he's not evil he was yeah, doing it. He was mean, doing it for his family, and now that he got caught, like, what benefit does it have him to have Peter Parker killed now? Yeah, yeah. Because even at the beginning of the film, like, he was a good guy, and that was actually that was weird. Because at the beginning of the film, I was like, oh, yeah, he's 
playing this really awesome guy and then suddenly he had like the temper and then it cut eight, eight years in the future and then he's like this vulture but you can yeah. see the eight years have just taken over you know and and the money and the profit and this and that so it it, it was good it was a very well well uh told story and they had they have a lot of you just mentioned there was the bad guys the scorpion in it they have a lot of villains and they have a lot of easter eggs and they have a lot of little things for you know the nerds like me or whatever be like oh that's cool they mentioned this and that but none of it felt like iron man 2 it didn't feel like they were setting up another movie or it was it wasn't amazing spider-man 2 which is even worse they weren't like oh in the future we're gonna have this villain and we're gonna do that they're just like oh look no i know this is cool look at this this is cool over here like, yeah, um, the film the film uh, could stand up on its own. Like all the other uh, Spider Mans, they always alluded to like, oh, there's going to be a Venom or there's going to be a Rhino or this, and it's like we don't need any of that. Like this is the film on its own, and there will be another one because that's that's the other thing at the end, didn't it say like there will be another Spider Man? Yeah, Spider Man will be um, back or Spider Man will return. Yeah, or it's just like fuck you guys. We know this is good. Yeah, if you <laughs> so. make a good movie, then it's good. And it, um, yeah. Donald Glover's in it. He's only in it for a little bit. He's one of the Easter eggs. Right. He play, he plays yep. the Prowler. And yeah. He, and he talks about, oh, my nephew lives in this neighborhood. Yeah. In the comics, his nephew is Miles Morales, who is the, oh, okay, the okay. new Spider-Man. Right. So it's even things like that, which you do not need to know that. They just put it in in a way that it makes sense in that scene. But if you know, then it gives it a little bit of icing to it. But yeah, that's what I mean. Totally. Nothing in this film. I don't think. Do, do you think? Because I'm. I wait. I know way too much. Do you think you have to have watched any other movies to watch this? Could you just walk in and enjoy this film? Oh, you can completely go in and, and enjoy this film. And like, yeah, it's. And they uh, they made it as a standalone film as well. Like, I don't think you need to. You didn't know, need to know anything about the Avengers or anything else. So. Yeah, it's so much fun. Like it's it's a comedy. If it's anything, it's a comedy. Oh, yeah. yeah, it just had a really good vibe to it, and it was a completely different vibe to the other other Marvel films. I just looked up right now, and it looks like it's made 120 million in its first opening week. Oh yeah, so. it's up there number one. I think it's got the third highest so. opening for the for that's the year great. or something. Which means yeah, that they'll definitely great. Sony should definitely be like, okay, you guys can keep Spider Man. You know how to do it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the other thing is, I, I know we talked about this as well, is they keep rebooting that franchise because it does so well, uh, the merchandise, isn't it? Like, everyone just knows Spider-Man. So, yeah. like, now now they've got Spider-Man, but now they've got a good film. Like, they always had Spider-Man the name, and they had, like, a she kind of yeah. just okay film here and there. But now they've got both. So I hope it, I hope it runs away and, and does well. Does yeah, really that's well. something I mentioned to you about the crappy version we won't talk about and this version is that... Uh, the crappy version amazing spider-man 2 if i'm watching that i don't know what age group i should be in because if i'm a kid i'm not walking out of that film thinking i want to be spider-man and as an adult i'm not walking up being like oh it's like the dark knight it's so complex and it's layered and it's all this you're just like Mm. that film is shit but with this film if you're a kid you walk out you want to be spider-man oh yeah big time (laughs) Um, it, as soon as we got back, like it was, it was, it was already late here, but I was like, hmm, I might load up that Spider-Man VR and have a go at that. Like I just yeah. wanted to go in, I wanted to go back into that world, you know? So 
I actually there's a scene I really like I should bring up the, the scene with uh, he confronts the vulture and then the vulture makes a really good point he's like you know they don't care about us Pete they don't care and Peter Parker's still trying to do the right thing in the kind of way where he doesn't quite know what to do and, sure. then, and then the wings attack him and he gets buried and then when he's oh. buried in that rubble that that's a that's a that's a pretty intense that- little moment right that that was really intense. I noticed that uh, as well. He was like r- screaming out for help and 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 like giving up basically, wasn't he? Yeah, like, and, he and really it's like kind it, of... yeah, like that scene that just yeah. is right on his face, and he's you can tell he can't move. Yeah, yeah, he did it. That was actually a, a fantastic job because like uh, yeah, he was like super super passionate, like putting a hundred percent into that role. Um, I did find out that uh, what's what's the actor's name? Is it Tom? Tom Holland. Tom Holland. British Holland, yeah. Tom Holland, he played, like you. He's from. He's probably from your hometown. Probably is. Yeah, he played uh, Billy Elliot in the theatre in England for two years. So he's done a lot of theatre work. He's a fit man. He's a fit man. Yeah. Yeah. That um, that scene uh, yeah, when when he young. did that scene, I was like, yeah, this kid, this kid is gonna, he's gonna kick ass in the in future movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hope so. I hope he goes he did, well. He, he, there's only... I think there's... There's like three moments in the last two movies, in Civil War and this, where you can just tell this guy's a good actor. There's right, this, right. This, the scene in the bedroom in Civil War, mm. where like... just If you look at it from an acting point of view, he has to go from happy, confused, trying to hide a secret, embarrassed by the secret, shocked... And then he plays this yeah. really uh, delicate moment where he's just like, hey, Mr. Stark, you know you know when you don't do the right thing and then the good people get hurt? You can just tell there's something yeah, yeah. else going on. And then, in yeah. this, and then in this movie where Aunt May confronts him and he just kind of breaks down and just says, I, I lost the Stark internship. Yeah, yeah. And then obviously the, the, the rubble one, I'm just like, yeah, this kid's a good job. And none of it... <laughs> Compared to like, as you always say, the cheese, the cheese balls. There's no, there's no music. There's no like, and there's no like, there's no crazy camera shots. It's just camera on his face. Say your lines, and I'm like, kids got it. Kids got it. Yeah, it's good. When you break it down like that, yeah, you're totally right. Like there was no kind of music in the background while he was doing those scenes and stuff. So that's what Um, that's what made the rubble scene so good because you could just hear him screaming. And that's it. Yeah, I know. And then that's and then so he good. comes around. But yeah, they showed that kind of weakness and him giving up early, but really, really like panicky. And you felt like, damn, yeah, that stuff is on top of him. And like, and actually, for a second there, I thought, oh, maybe Iron Man's going to come down or something. Right. Yeah. But uh, and then uh, but then yeah, it's just like yeah, great. That that was an awesome. I actually forgot about that scene. Um, Another one, just uh, again, spoiler, and it was to the end of it. But I, I did love this. I loved that after the whole film, all the lessons he's learned, and he's still a kid. Uh, is that he fucking puts his suit on, uh, or during so during the film, like his best friend sees him because he's climbing on the wall, and he closes the door, and his mate sees him. Yeah. Uh, but then at, at the end of the film, he's got the suit on, and he's just he's just in his room, and his bloody front door, uh, his door's open, and then obviously his aunt May's is like, <laughs> what the, and then thing. But I yeah. lo- I love that because it's just like, yeah, he's 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 learnt and he's grown throughout the whole film, and like he's been invited into the Avengers, 
but yet he's got the bloody Spider-Man costume on yeah. in his bedroom, you know, and he doesn't want his Aunt May to know. It's just like, yeah. uh, so he's still, he's still got that kind of clumsiness to him. But, yeah, he's uh, definitely a clumsy, like, learning how to do everything. Yeah. And that's, that's another thing yeah. about him being a kid. It's like, that's what the kid would do. If he'd gotten his Spider-Man costume back, he'd be like, oh, yeah, I'm Spider-Man. Well, I think he's going to... I think he's going to bring a really, a really cool and unique element to Infinity War and also his next films. I think with Infinity War, he's going to be seen as the kid, obviously, and I think they're all going to look after him. But he's obviously there's going to be a couple of scenes where he comes into, you know, a crucial moment where they need him, you know. But I think having that element within the Avengers, because right now the Avengers, everyone's kind of like macho in a way, um, and uh, and then having the kid. I think it's going to be. He's almost going to be, in a way, a little bit like um, a Groot, like a baby. But uh, yeah, I, I guess I guess they're going to be with the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy as well. So there's already going to be Groot there. But it's just a, a nice dynamic for the for the Avengers. So. He'll definitely be the youngest character in the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think. So, but what, another thing I liked about it was I liked all of it. There we go. I liked all of it. Everyone's you, like you did mention after. You did mention after the film that you weren't as keen on some Iron Man thing. Well, scene. that's just because I hate Iron Man. He's just a prick. Well, I thought you a, liked Iron Man. I, no, because he's always a, he's always do, doing the same shit. Where I guess so. He's like, okay, I know I have created incredible amounts of danger and nearly killed everyone on the planet, but you, sure. you've stepped out of line. It's always the same bullshit. He pulls it with everybody. Right, like, right. Tony, for God's sake, just accept the fact you're a fuck up, okay? Like this whole <laughs> this whole movie, all the danger Spider-Man's in is because of Tony Stark again. Mm. He he's the one who took away the jobs from the regular contractors and turned the guy into the vulture, and that's why we're at where we're at now. Yeah, yeah. Like it always traces back to the fact that Tony's a prick. So he when. It's kind of ironic when he's like, if you're, if you're nothing with the suit, then you shouldn't have it. It's like, shut up, you rich prick. It yeah. just, I just always <laughs> hate Tony Stark. I just always do. But Okay. okay. I, I didn't know a, you felt that way. All right. No, but on an actual real level, the problem I kind of had with Stark was, and I know a lot of people have had an issue with like the timeline and this altogether, but this film obviously happens within a couple of months of Civil War. Mm. So... Just the way he's acting around, like, at the start of the film is when the fight happens in Civil War, so he's still kind of cocky Tony. Right. But Civil War happens. He finds out that, you know, Captain America's going to side with Bucky against him, even though his parents were killed. So it's just when we get to the end of the movie, the fact that he's back to being cocky Tony Stark. Sure kind of bugged me uh yeah he did ask uh, pepper to marry him though but yeah no he I, did. I know and, they, and they brought like pepper back, back to it, it yeah. yeah but again it's not this movie is a spider-man movie it's not supposed to fix iron man no no so for, i don't think that's fixed yeah i don't think I, it's fixable because they'll just they'll just kill him so. <laughs> they'll just kill him off yeah <laughs> um yeah everything else i can think of in this film is just real solid i liked like I said, they don't have him on skyscrapers. They have him running through the backyards, sure, trying to yeah, chase yeah. down the bad guys that way. He gets the suit from Iron Man. He doesn't know how to bloody use it. He he gets trapped in that. Uh, what is it? The 
damage control center. Um. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, how long have we been in here? Thirty-seven minutes. <laughs> Thirty-seven minutes. It's like when he that. turns his. Um, what does he turn off on the suit? He turns off the, the training uh, wheels program. The the, tra- the training wheels. That was that was priceless. Uh, <laughs> and then it's like, oh no, Mister Stark has been recording you the whole time. And it's like, oh yeah, really? Baby- yeah, the baby monitor. The baby monitor. Yeah, it's so good. But then I loved that he like took the suit apart and um, uh, took the tracking device off. Like yeah. He, like you mentioned earlier, he's like he likes to fiddle around with that stuff as well, and he can he can make his own. You know, um, he makes his own web spinners, yeah, webs and stuff like that. So that that's that's awesome, yeah. Like everything in this film for yeah. Spider Man, Spider Man fans who grew up on the the cartoon or on the comics, he's a kid, he's very smart, but he doesn't quite know what to do, and most of his problems are between trying to, f- you know, act normal and like get the girl and just be a be a teenager, and on yeah. the other hand, like try and be a hero. Yeah, I think I think they just did a really good job of like. I mean, I guess is this a reboot? Would, I, would you say it's a reboot? I guess it yeah, is. Yeah, it has so to be. Like, yeah, it's the third reboot of Spider Man. Yeah. So, um, but honestly, I think they hit the nail on the head, and I think they rebooted it properly. And I think that people that watch this and kids that watch it, like this is Spider Man. This is exactly Spider Man. And you know how with uh, with Superman, Man of Steel, they rebooted that. Unfortunately, they didn't tell it the way. You know, a lot of people wanted, yeah, and it might need another uh, another reboot or Man of Steel two needs to be done properly. But uh, you know, this was rebooted for a reason because it needed to be rebooted. But I think they've done the job. It's it's warranted the reboot, and this is now when you tell kids, oh, do you want to go see Spider Man or do you want to watch it? This is you know you should be proud of it. This is Spider Man. Whereas the Amazing Spider Man and all that lot was telling part of the story, but it was just. Yeah, it was just cheese balls and just a broken story. Whereas this is, you know, like one hundred percent, you know, like a Spider-Man film. And it's a yeah, like you said, it's a it's a nice small film too. Like it's not trying to change the world or you know affect anything. It's just like he's fighting one guy who's stealing stuff. Totally, totally. There's It'll no be interesting. To there's see no where, nuclear bomb or anything. It, yeah, and it will be interesting to see where the next one goes because. He will be in Infinity War, and then I guess they'll be back, and he'll do another one. But hopefully, he's not swinging through New York too kind of crazily. Yeah. Uh, but I'm I, I after this film, I'm confident where they'll take it and stuff. So. Yeah, and the thing with Marvel, well, this is a quick thing we can mention is how they there's a time people are having an issue with the timeline now in the Marvel movies. Sure. Because the invasion in avengers one that's at the start of this movie and then the t- then the car says eight years later which puts us into 2017 right. and then people sure. are saying well then that means that the avengers took place in 2009 but the movie didn't come out in 2009 and when did iron oh, man come on <laughs> and exactly i'm like don't give a shit like that's Just go and that's see not film. really like- yeah go see the film here, here and there, I understand. Like, if it's a big, big difference, but like when they're analyzing it that much, it's like, is that if that's really, really swaying a decision on the film, then, like, I don't know. Like, I don't, I don't know what they want from it. So, there's, there's leeway on every film. So, I don't think, uh, I think if someone is like 
giving it a 5 out of 10 because the timeline's slightly broken here and there. It's like it's a sci-fi film, you know? Yeah. And also it doesn't so. it doesn't change anything really. Like there's a like none of these films are always going to be perfect. No. And if that- I know we have I know we have a we have a go at like DC and how that's broken and unfortunately that is rather broken, but and there are things to talk about on that, but uh when someone is talking on like a smaller scale a minute scale yeah it's just that's a little bit that's too hard uh, too hardcore i think so. yeah so yeah coming out of this this is my favorite spider-man this is my favorite spider-man movie and it yeah. might just be my favorite marvel movie i'm gonna watch it again to be sure but even the that's fact awesome. i want to watch a, it again yeah like i yeah. i love the, I, I, wrote- I love the winter soldier for what it is and guardians for what it is but this one Maybe because my expectations were so low, I was just blown <laughs> yeah, away. Might, you know, maybe might, that might be it. You you weren't actually, um, yeah, you weren't uh, really in the mood for like you weren't really feeling it before you walked in. I remember you saying that. No, but like to give you an example, I sent a message to my my cousin, and my brother. We're all big Spider Man fans as kids. And I said, "Go see Spider Man." Just that's it. Nice. And I don't recommend movies to people apart from here, obviously. Yeah, yeah. I just like just yeah, go see yeah. Spider Man. It's exactly what we wanted when we were ten years old. Nice. So yeah, great film. Great, great film. Yeah, great film. Uh, as as Paul said, go and see it. Uh, we enjoyed it. I'm sure you will too. If uh, and then leave a comment of your thoughts as well. Yeah, definitely. Let us know what you think. And <laughs> yeah, quick segue there. Pretty- One of the creators of Spider Man is Stan Lee. Stan yep. Lee has an Omaze that's running now for the next month. Boom. Yeah, everybody knows Omaze. I love these guys. All you got to do is you go to omaze.com forward slash, uh, I think it's Stan Lee Tribute. But just go to omaze.com because there's two great ones on now. The Stan nice. Lee Tribute have- is, takes place in LA. You're going to fly out with a, with a friend. You're going to be VIP guests. And then you're going to spend time at this big tribute where you're going to have... Uh, hotel you're gonna stay at the hotel then you're gonna go to the event which is gonna have all these people from the comic industry movie industry you can ask stan lee questions you're gonna be able to see him at the after show party and the thing is in case nobody understands omaze i'm not telling you to enter this competition so you give your money to stan lee all your money goes to the make a wish foundation for kids and if you don't know what the make a wish foundation is what's wrong with you (laughs) What they do is they take <laughs> kids that are terminally ill or in bad places and they give them a wish, whether it's to go to Disneyland or whether it's to go to meet their favorite celebrity. I think John Cena's got the record for the most Make-A-Wish visits or something. Like So whatever the kids oh, want, yeah? they make it happen. Yeah. So yeah. that's Stan Lee. And obviously, didn't bring this up at the start. This is a private thing in his family is that his wife recently died. They've been married yeah, for... Yeah, you mentioned that. 70 years since 1947 they got married Mm. so um condolences to stan lee this isn't about him this is an event for raising charity money i'm sure he's going to be in a good mood when he's there but i hope the guy's doing good he's a you know he's a hard-working man he's into his 90s now yeah still featuring in all the films he was in he was in spider-man wasn't he? and he's in spider-man he's a nice little cameo role in spider-man still rolling and the other yeah. competition that's on that we I think I mentioned it before is the Ben Stiller one. That's the one, the dodgeball, yeah? Yeah, so you can get to go play dodgeball with Ben Stiller. He's going to be in his uh, uh, White Goodman 
character. He's dressed up, so you can be with them. And it's for the Stiller Foundation. Rock. I thought that Rock was in, uh, was ha- had some involvement. Oh, he did some videos on his Instagram if you want to check it out. You know, like the old wrestling promos? Oh, okay. He did a few of them yeah. for it, just to get it going. Oh, nice. Okay. I think they've already awesome. ma- raised like a million dollars or something. So well, that's, that's fantastic. Sun- <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So again, Omaze, oh, you can donate as much. I think it's like $10 at the minimum, and then you can donate as much above that as you want. Gives you extra entries, gives you special prizes, signed goodies, all that stuff. Omaze.com. Go check it out. And Do it I think up. that's about it from us. If you want to send us anything, yeah, I think that. You know that you know the address. It's Rant and Bollocks. It's the name of the show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, let us know if you want any uh, commentaries, any digging deepers, some rants, uh, games that you want us to play, um, and uh, we'll be posting lots of stuff. Uh, we've got, you know, we we had like a um, a Rant and Bollocks day a couple of days ago, so yeah. we've got plenty of game games to upload some more commentaries i think next week's game of thrones is that right game of thrones next week this week we just released yep. amazing spider-man 2 and we also threw out um guardians there last week so we're trying we're trying to yeah. get better guys we're trying to improve on the you guys say you want it we're going to keep trying to make it boom yeah game of thrones is on on uh, airing on sunday so we'll be talking about that on next week's podcast yep, as well for sure so. yeah it's going to be a good week next yeah. week uh, yeah, thanks yeah. for tuning in guys yeah thanks guys always great to be here even though you guys aren't here but maybe one day you will be so we'll see how it goes and and remember we're uh, we're always watching on that nest cam or thermostat <laughs> or or just your, just your phone just through <laughs> so, your phone all right <laughs> see you guys all right thanks again and uh don't hate the fish all right don't hate the fish boom <laughs>